Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Late Night War Games. I'm your host, Adam, and with me, as always, the wisest of Kensai's, the chip to my Dale. Oh, there's a, there's, a, there's a reference. John. <laughs> chip, 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 and, and Dale. Dale. How's it going? <laughs> How's it going, John? It's, go- it's going it. great. <laughs> we can't sing that any further or we'll get flagged for copyright. Oh, YouTube, I, know, so. I know. What a great show. Quit everything. I have it all, by the way, if you ever want do to watch you really? it. I do. Oh, my goodness. Gene might discover that tomorrow. Sounds if good. If it's on your flexor. It, it, it is. <clears throat> Fantastic. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, what are you drinking tonight, John? I am having some Zaya rum. Just because, I don't know, it was the first thing in the medicine cabinet that I reached for. I've been on kind of a, a rum thing lately, too. I I understand. It's a good summer beverage. Yeah. It's a nice is it a spiced sweet. or or a white rum? Uh, it's spiced. Oh, nice. Yeah. Have to try it sometime. So tonight, I am having a lovely Dead and Dead mm. by uh, by Rogue. It is Dead Guy Ale okay. aged in Dead Guy whiskey barrels. Ah. It is freaking good. If I you're bet. into like the oh yeah, if you're into like the this the, the Kind of very malty, vanilla. Mm-hmm. Kind of so very porter. Uh, it's not a porter. It's 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 kind of amber, but it has a lot of that similar feel. Okay, it's really. Gotcha. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Highly recommended. I think they have it at Costco right now, so that's that was definitely a uh, a reason why I ended up in my cart. There you go. That looks really big. So, anyways, cheers. Cheers, and cheers to all of you out there who are enjoying N4 with us. Oh my goodness, yeah. Who do we got here tonight? So we've got Nathan, we've got Akish and Tabletop Shogun all chatting away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, N4. But before we get uh, totally taken away by N4, let's talk about the news. Yeah, so let's go through the, the normal boilerplate stuff. Uh, you have, what is it, a day left for, for Brahman Academy stuff? Uh, I believe you can do it. Yeah. So, well, actually, I got a promise from somebody to submit a battle report tomorrow. So I'm oh. expecting that to show up. Um, yeah. So uh, send in battle reports of an army swap or you just trying an army you've never tried before. Um, you have until the deadline, which is the end of the month, uh, and you get a chance to win a blister or a patch. Uh, we're also doing uh, lieutenant painting. Um, you can do it. Uh, Nate, who was on a couple episodes ago, literally texted me a photo of him holding a um, an unpainted uh, Shakti in front of a date timestamp thing on his like iPad. And then oh my 24 hours later, there was an email in my inbox and that was like two days ago. So <laughs> you can, you can do it. And the man has two kids, so no excuses. <laughs> he's a machine. He's he a, a machine. machine. He's a, he's, he's a Borg. That's the, so I mean, honestly, like every time I go to Goodwill, yeah. I think of him yeah. as I'm like looking through the toys. I'm like, how would fan deconstruct this? No, 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 no. Nate, a- Nate, Nate. Oh, different. Oh, that Nate. Yeah, that Nate. Oh, sorry. Different. We have like a million Nate. Nathans I know. It is fans. the Pacific Nathan West. <laughs> as I like to say. Variations thereof. Yeah. Sorry, Nate. Nate. Nate with a K. Nate with a K. Exactly. Uh, but oh, yeah. I, but I think uh, Than Than has submitted before, so um, we'll hopefully see. Him. I'm not sure. I've this. I've gotten like five submissions in the last 24 hours, so I'm still. Sorting through that. So thank you, everybody who submitted. We're going to review them uh, next week on the show. Um, 
along with uh, the announcement of the next uh, next month's Roman Academy, which I'll give you a preview of now. It's Play a Game of N4. Tell us how it went. That's it. There you you heard it first here, folks. And we'll also spin the Wheel of Names next week. Ooh, get some sweet prizes. Wheel of I know Names. That, uh, Obi is still hard at work on our authorized bounty hunter, which thankfully is still a thing in this edition. Yep. Right? Yep. I, was a little, I, was, I know. I was, I was a little worried about that. Yeah, I was definitely concerned. Um, what else? Oh, uh, yeah. Chris over at Monsters Makings has uh, put together the Ariadna support pack. So you have the uh, T2 Marksman, HMG, AP Marksman, and Mark 12. Um, what has a Mark 12 in Ariadna? Uh, the man, the myth, the legend, the unknown ranger. Is that a new thing? It is. It, he Like when they did that last little tiny quick round of USA revisions, they gave him a Mark 12. Oh, there you go. There you go. But he still has it. And yeah, man, like I've put together a shopping list for um, for Dan to print out for me, which he's happy to do Actually, of weapons. Gotcha. Yeah, I need, like, I need to do that, too. I need to give my intruder a shock marksman rifle. Ooh, there you go. There's a good one. Um, I'm looking for geez. So I'm looking for a um, Hakazam Red Fury to change my Rafiq's weapon because mm. I should just have it just given. Yeah, um, you should. A couple SMGs and boarding shotguns for my uh, specialist sergeants to get turned into what are they called, like Trinitarian tertiaries or something oh God, like that. I, I don't know anymore. It's they they took the TO profile out of they unpacked it basically, um, but now they have options with like SMGs and boarding shotguns. So I need Ooh. a couple of those. Um, I'll admit I haven't looked at MO at all. So you're the oh, expert man. here. Uh, a combi rifle for my um, for my Morat Rassiat to get the specialist profile, mm-hmm. and then and then Maximum if I diplomacy, win, yes, <laughs> it's, I think I need to make that shirt. Yeah, you, um, you really do. And then uh, the other one I want to make though is well, somebody needs to uh, to get Chris to make a Morat uh, Spitfire, okay, so that I can have. A uh, Rassiat with Spitfire as well. So, like, airborne go. deploy, specialist Spitfire in your rear deployment zone. Bah, bah, bah. It's going to be great. So, yeah, I just like made this huge long list. And that's like not even half of the stuff that I've got in printing. I know. There's so, so like, much conversion work that needs to happen now. Oh, it's going to be great. It's a wild I'm new gonna... world. It's a good time. Yay, 3D printing. Yep, pretty much. Um, what else is new? I got a little hobby work done. Yeah. What'd you get done? Yeah, just. Just just a little. I think I actually even put them away, which is rare for me lately. Um, but I, uh, I put together the O12 support pack. Oh, I got okay. the I got the Epsilon and I got the Beta Trooper from our buddy uh, Shake on it. Um, wow. So now I'm just waiting for the Starmada pack. <laughs> that should be coming soon. <laughs> I'm told. So it, very soon. Yeah. Very soon. I can't wait. Um, I'll add it to the pile of unbuilt boxes over there yeah the only thing i've left to build is i need to finish building my um my uberfall commando which i was very determined to only take one of and then the new edition came out and i'm looking at the profile and i could see myself running too yeah so, yeah that's, that model is just thing to to build do. yeah my goal is to not let that pile get to a stack of three it's currently stacked in two right so two columns well, i think i think two columns but it can't reach the bottom of the picture yeah, well, I'm 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 just hoping to not stack in threes. <laughs> this is really what I'm going for. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll be able to to work on that soon. We'll see. We shall see. 
But that's all the hobby for me. You get any, get any in? Uh, no. Definitely all not. Right. I have not gotten any hobby in. However, we did get a game. We got in. a game in. We did. So you want to you talk, talk about that? Yeah, man. So John and I are not ones to speak entirely out of our butts. So we decided that before we uh, talk about N4, we might, might want to play it. I don't know. Seems reasonable. <laughs> Experience it. Yep. And like, holy hell, like for you, I imagine there was a lot of you know difficulty of choice of what do I take within Nomads? Mm-hmm. But you were going to play Nomads. For yeah. me, it was just like, what the hell am I even going to play? I've got like 11 different armies that I want to try. All of them give me reason to want to play them right now immediately. Like even USA, which a lot of people complained didn't get enough changes. For me, it was like, good? <laughs> Nothing. No, I'm I not... Yeah, I don't think any any army has made it out like and I'm just like this is awful, right? Yeah, right. So, I eventually settled on Shazvasi, which I was starting to to play a little bit uh at the tail end of N3 uh in the before times. Um Well, do you want to tell the tell them the real reason, which is no nomad on nomad action because that's kind of where yeah, that was boring. The, so, yeah, I wanted to do Bakunin, right? But I knew that you were playing nomads. Sure. So, that was very easy. And then I was like, well, I want to play military orders because I think I've played them once, right? And I've got the right. whole army and I love them. Yep. But then I was like, you know, I know John's going to play Nomads <laughs> and I don't want the first game of N4 to be LOL. Look how fun hacking is. Um, <laughs> but it turned out to be that anyway. <laughs> yeah. So then I was like, you know what? You can't hack me if I'm a marker. So <laughs> I'm going to uh, try to you know, go to back to uh, the combined. And then that was too big. So I'm like, Shazvasti, Shazvasti. Here we go. Let's... Let's have some fun with this. Yeah. And so, I mean, we played a game uh, of supplies, and it supplies works the way it didn't. It doesn't code one, right? There's boxes. You get the boxes. Whoever has the most boxes at the end wins. Um, not a whole lot else than that. There's no classifieds, at least in the N4 rulebook version. Maybe we'll get an ITS release or something. That, I think uh, uh, Tabletop Shogun just gave us like the the cheesiest perfect analogy to describe nomad on nomad yeah which is like watching a, a blue deck on blue deck magic yep. game <laughs> i cryptic command okay i also cryptic command yeah so um but yeah no like like you said supplies it felt like supplies you know the the math for scoring was different but it still felt the same yeah which is fun you want to talk which about your is, your list oh my goodness yeah let's talk about my list a little bit it was, it was a fun list. I didn't intend for it to be camo spam. Um, sure. But you know, Shazvasti. Yep. Right. So start off with that with the you know I took the Wiley lieutenant. I love that lieutenant profile. The HRL through smoke is pretty hot. Um, you know, I was worried about um, things like Moran, mm-hmm. things like Moira, things that are gonna you, nomads have a lot of uh, visibility penalties, surprise attack. And stuff like that. So I wanted to go with the the uh, MSV2 heavy rocket launcher. And if you had an intruder, this is not this is like a massive counter to the intruder. Yes, because uh, of the albedo. Albedo plus my own MSV2 means mm-hmm. goodbye intruder. Yep. Uh, and then I was going to take a Q drone be- because a three shot round blast plasma gun. Yeah, like give me that thing. All set. Yeah, that sounds amazing. I want that thing. Um, then knowing it was, uh, you know, knowing it supplies, I needed some specialists in the midfield. Seed soldiers are freaking amazing for that. They are. Because they both, yeah, right, they both defend it in my turn. 
and then can assault it just fine, or defend it in your turn, and assault it just fine on my own turn. Uh-huh. Plus, they upgraded all their DEPs to Panzerfaust. So the idea of a, a coordinated Panzerfaust was very appealing. Yeah, so uh, DEPs are now gone entirely. Anything that yeah, had a DEP has a Panzerfaust now. As so, it should. Yep, thumbs up for that. I mean, like, I wasn't sad about DEPs, but I'd much rather have a Panzerfaust. Right. Um, yeah, and then like a a, a cal or a, a shredded mine layer just to riddle you know riddle the midfield with uh, things more um, more templates more template things the uh, Caliban chain of command because I knew that that lieutenant was fairly obvious um, a speculo another shrouded fort observer uh, the Caliban Spitfire because I love Calibans and I like Spitfires so why not have them both on one mm-hmm. um, that's a great profile it's monstrous it's in such code a one. good profile. <laughs> It's I mean it's great in good one. It's solid in, in N4. Yeah. Um and then I took the a couple Taiga and the Cadmus airborne deployment uh killer hacker. Mm-hmm. Because again, going against nomads, I know that uh excising a specific um hacker might be an important job. <laughs> yes, that's of course. Leif brings up the excellent point that Libertos just straight up lost at that and they didn't gain gain a Panzerfaust. Because having like an eight point thing with an SMG and Panzerfaust would be a little a little much. I think they also dropped a point, though. Like, wasn't there one of the profiles 10 points? I think they're both 8 now. Yeah, they are both 8 now. But it's still yeah. one swick for the mine layer. True, true, true. Uh, what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was, it was, if, if them getting nerfed is the, the worst thing in the edition, then we're, we're in okay shape. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was an interesting list. I, re- I knew I wanted Taiga. Mm-hmm. Um, not because I think they're good, but it's because... Koalas. I need koalas, mines, mm-hmm. nomad, filthy, dirty nomad tricks. And it also forces you to put pieces up for ARO for yeah. me to kill them back. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't just leave them out. Like, like leave nothing yeah. out. I have, to, I have to answer the Taiga for sure. Um, yeah. yeah. So uh, tell me about what you took. So the first thing I wanted to point out is that um, the difference between N3 and N4 is very small in the sense that like most of it could be accomplished in army. Right. I mean, like, yeah, they unpacked yeah. all the skills. Yeah, they, you know, changed a lot of point costs. Yeah, they added, you know, uh, they changed a bunch of guns. There's no more Molotox or AP Spitfires, blah, 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 blah. Right. So, but the one thing that actually has made a significant impact, at least in my mind, is an actual gameplay mechanic change, which is the change to both states and the resolution and the new states phase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So basically, states that don't go away and force you to reset out of them. Right, we already had that with immobilized, but there were expir- ex- uh, expiry times on immobilized. Right, uh, you could get like um, yeah, like from hacking. Right, so there's this difference between basilis and carbonite. Basilis will last for two turns, carbonite will last for one. Right, now it's just it lasts until you get out of it, and getting out of it means you got to spend orders and resources to get out, either by resetting or like walking an engineer over and like you know hitting the reset button or whatever, whatever the engineer needs to do to fix the thing. Um, so state, st- state sticking around is huge, right? That means uh, the yeah. upfront investment cost of me putting you into a state is worth it because it lasts until you spend resources to counter it. And then, of course, there's the free, uh, basically free orders, right, that we get now because uh, regen happens in the states phase. So I had in this game, I mm-hmm. had to kill your stupid speculo like two or three times. because yeah, it, it, it just kept popping up. In fact, we missed one trigger of it because we thought it only we happened did. at the end of your turn. So then, yep. you know, we were, when we read the rule, we we're like, oh, I guess it would have popped up again. Eh, oh, well. 
right? <laughs> so there's just a specular that refused to die because all I had in the area was a combi. And I was like, well, I'll just shoot you and I got other things to do, so you're dead now. Thankfully, it only took one order. So your, yeah. your one regen speculo cost me like three orders over the course of the game and died like three times. Yeah. No, this whole like anti-shock uh, like uh, sentiment on the internet, I'm thankful for as a Shazwasti player. It's like, yeah, no, yeah, shock is, you know, don't take shock. Shock is worthless. Don't use shock. Everything mm. is shock immune now. Yeah. Oh, God. It's such a waste of points. <laughs> you don't want to take it. Yeah. Please don't take shock. <laughs> if you play us. <laughs> so anyway, uh, basically, so noting that, and if you've been a regular watcher of the show, uh, you know that Adam and I have been very excited about the changes to Spotlight and Targeted. So Spotlight now being an ARO and Targeted being effectively permanent until you get yourself out of it means that um, if you walk through a repeater, chances are that I'm going to target you. And now that you know, that's a thing. Uh, and missile bots are still a thing, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. That means if you don't clear that, that targeted state on my turn, I can start dropping missiles on you on 18s. Yeah. Which so is with all that, pretty rad. Un- Let's yeah. talk about what was in your list and why you took it. Yeah. So basically the idea was I wanted to secure the, the midfield with repeaters, right? So that means two more ends. And then I needed a package to actually spot you. So the usual nomad interventor lieutenant. Um, yeah. I took the um, Zonautica hacker because a fast specialist is good in supplies and it comes with smoke and I love the model and everything's great about it. Um, and then I took the new Rem Racer. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly because I just wanted to try it. I, I sort of wanted um, a third hacker for effectively for a burst three spotlight in ARO, right? Um, yep. But I was like, sort of like, what do I take? Do I take an Aguasil hacker? Do I take Jazz? Like, these are all good, but um, I just want to try something new. So I tried this thing, and it gives plus one BS to the Vostok that I also took, which is a kind of monstrous, you know, profile with uh, with ODD or Albedo and giant guns. You took, you took the ODD version, right? I took the ODD version, yeah. The damage 16 uh, Mark 12? Yep, which actually was relevant. Yeah, if I didn't yeah, have that extra, if I didn't have that extra damage, your tiger would have still been alive at the bottom of whatever turn it was. Um, right. Uh, so basically, the the game plan was uh, on if Adam goes first, he tries to get the box. Um, he's going to have to leave camo to get the box, right? He was just talking about how he's all these camo infiltrators and he can't be hacked when he's in camo state. Well, you have to get out of camo to get the box and run away. And I'll have a moran nearby, which will hack you, or actually, you know, hack through the repeater. Then you're targeted. So if Adam forgets to clear the target estate. And his box carrier is in the back next to a bunch of guys. I'll just rain missiles on him. And if he does spend orders to clear the targeted state, then he's still in the midfield where I can get to him, right? So that's that was the argument. Yep. Um, lose, and, lose. Yeah, exactly. Basically, it's just yet another thing that nomads can do to tie you up in the midfield, uh, which is gross. Um, so yeah, obviously, to do this thing, I needed a Vertigo's on, the missile bot thing. And then um, I just took a bunch of good stuff, uh, nomads. Like Jaguars being cheaper and no swick now is great because I can take as many as I want, or as many as I want being four, but... I have four Jaguar Panzerfaust models and I will use them. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, a few a few sleeper hits, right? So everybody has sort of been shitting on now for the longest time. Um, and uh, he's amazing. Burst three and his usual stat line, BS shock, um, you know, mimetism, MSV1, and now burst three in the active turn is just monstrous. And he's BS thirteen, so he'll just he'll just mm-hmm. he'll just wreck you. Um, and yeah, yeah, I used him to great effect. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then Carlotta. <laughs> Carlotta is now um, is now Van Zant. So Carlotta, for those of you who have never heard that name before, with probably good reason, because no no nomad players except for the most hipster take her. She's a um, upgraded character engineer tomcat. So you've probably seen a tomcat in your travels, right? It's an AD specialist, walks it on the side of the table, has a gun, flamethrower, and like engineers things. Carlotta is and that thing too. Well, now, yeah, she used to have an adhesive launcher in the past. Now she has two adhesive launchers, an adhesive launcher plus two, and she's Van Sant. She can walk on it in your deployment zone, which is gross. Because now she has I totally thought about that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, it's it's pretty pretty rad. I, I feel like this, this list archetype works. I feel like I was a little undergunned, uh, and I might try to shuffle some points around to upgrade the evader to having the AP Spitfire profile. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I was not, not displeased with this. Morans are, are stupid. They were stupid before. They're even way stupider now. They're so good now. Yeah. I think that, uh, they towards the end here, will just go off on all the profiles that we love, like in all the changes that, that happened. Yeah. And, uh, we can go in depth on Moran, but man, they are, they're amazing now. Yeah. Um, so the game went, I think the game went well. Yeah. I mean, uh, it was it was it was enjoyable, right? So mm-hmm. so first turn I did the thing with right. So I littered the field with uh, with camo markers for deployment. Just kind of covered all of the boxes with everything. Yep. Um, you know, Guaylo was in a good forward position. Um, I I think I I looked back and I got the rule wrong and messed up the position on the seed soldiers. Mm-hmm. They have FD two instead of uh, infiltration. Yeah, but I think. It wouldn't have affected our game. Like it just it would have moved him back a couple inches, and I moved them on the first turn, anyways, for the most part. So, yeah, litter the field with things. A tie on each flank. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you left either flank undefended, then murder, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, but then I also backed up each flank with a firepower piece. So it was whatever you reveal, or whatever you put up to stop the taiga, I shoot down with my firepower piece. Was the theory. Right. right. So in this case, go after the Jaguar with my Guaylo mm-hmm. or go after your um, your missile bot with my Caliban Spitfire. Right. So, I mean, I had to respond to the Taiga because otherwise I have a chain cold in my backfield because there's six six move. So I basically <laughs> put my missile bot on the left, figuring that was the narrowest slice of the pie that I could cover. And I whatever was yep. under that camo token, I sort of ex- I didn't know it was going to be a Spitfire. I was a little confused as you know, I, I did not expect you to put a Spitfire all the way on the flank like that. I expected that to be like something with the combi rifle, which I was like, mm-hmm. okay, that seems fine. I'll probably lose the vertigo, but because of REM presence, I have a it's highly likely, especially now they go prone when they go unconscious, then I'll get to pick it back which up with my voter. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, I'll leave it there. If Adam does something silly like run this taiga past this camo token because of an impetuous move or something he's not paying attention, um, I will drop a missile on it and blow them both up. That seemed reasonable. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, I put down the Vostok watching this very long um, diagonal here and also the transductor and the Jaguar. So basically that was my plan. I had both approach paths for the Taiga covered with reasonable arrows. And then uh, there were, they were um, koalas watching too. So I, I, I yeah. felt pretty confident that I wasn't going to get overrun by a pair of Taiga beasts um, on, uh, or Taiga creatures on, on my first turn. Um, and that turned out to be true, but then I totally forgot about your Speculo. <laughs> yeah yeah the speculo was a uh was, was just a, a speed bump but a really persistent annoying speed bump it was very irritating 
I don't think she killed anything. She did not. She did not. Yeah. She well, she killed something when we thought she had a different gun. <laughs> oh, that's right. And we looked it up, and it's like, wait a minute, nope. Combi not boarding shotgun. Yep, sorry, fine. I can't just auto template you. Oh, I missed my combi shot. Womp womp. womp, womp. <laughs> um, yeah. So the first turn, I went up and I I, I got two supply boxes. Um, you, what was really important yeah. though is I think was it just one or both? I think you just got um, one. On the ended first up turn. targeted. Both of got targeted. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. You, you you just you just grabbed one on the first turn. Yeah, sorry, I, I grabbed the one on my right your left. left. Your left. Yeah. Um, so I grabbed the one on my left with a seed soldier. Super easy. Mm-hmm. Um, that it dude targeted. got targeted in the in the meantime. And I kind of, I wasn't thinking about it. I was also just kind of thinking of like, I don't want to waste orders right now. I didn't have the orders At that to time, waste. you had already taken out the, um, the missile bot. Well, yeah, I had taken down the missile bot. Um, so I didn't care about being targeted. I also just lost my lieutenant. Uh, oh yeah, your... that was that was a thing. Jeez. So, yeah, Adam. So, yeah. Adam challenged my Panzerfaust Jaguar, who is named Aranya the Spider, right? <laughs> and uh, he's got a spider web tattoo on his head to prove it. And, That's uh, awesome. Yep. He he kills a lot of things with that Panzerfaust of his, and he killed the Guaylo this game. Well, and the the thing was, I passed two of my armor, sa- or I only failed one save on the first. Panzerfaust yep. shot. Yep. And then I was like, you're not going to beat me in face-to-face twice, John. <laughs> and, then, and then I did. <laughs> and then the second Panzerfaust uh, finished off my Guaylu Lieutenant. Super cool use of my first two orders. Um, at least I was smart enough to use the Lieutenant order for one yep. of them. Yep. So I had that, and this is why you take Chain of Command yep. if you ever have an aggressive Lieutenant. Mm-hmm. Um, don't expect alien technology to keep you alive. Um, but yeah, I went and got the box. I don't think I did a whole lot more. No, not really. You sort of like threaded me with the taiga a little bit. You managed to clear both uh, koalas, which I think was pretty huge for you. Because basically yeah. that means if I'm going to put out another koala, that means I lose camo state on the Morans. So that was yep. that was a reasonable trade. I mean, you said that starting out, like the whole point of the exercise was to use the taiga to get rid of my koala. So yeah, success. exactly. And I think they survived the koalas. They both did survive the koalas, yes. Yeah. Move dodge. Yep. Um, yeah, so it's pretty good. The taiga, the the one taiga on my left survived far more than it should have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so then we get over we get over to your turn. Yeah, my turn. Basically, uh, I had to deal with the speculative mind, so I threw the zon mate under the bus. Uh, I tried to dodge, failed, failed the arm save, womp womp. But there's a that little thing poking out there is the uh, barrel of my evader's gun. So there's an engineer right there. It was fine. Um, I, 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 you actually pushed up a, um, your Q drone, your Q drone, uh, to here to defend your box carrier. Uh, so mm-hmm. I went and killed the Q drone with Nauf, uh, which was just like, I, I, yeah, I've never be- had this experience before where it was just like delete TR bot. Right. Yeah. Like usually, no, usually like you amazing. think about it. Right, you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. I have to like set this up. I think you throw smoke at MSV2 online or like do something crazy. Nope, just like now straight, go kill that thing, done, gone. <laughs> just like <laughs> well, okay. So he's got MSV1, right? He yeah. has mimetism. Yep. Um mimetism and cover. Yep. He's ignoring my mimetism. Mm-hmm. In bad oh, range bands was... for your plasma rifle. So you ended up dodging because you would have been rolling threes on three on twos in yeah. the head. Oh, that would I uh, that would have been three on um three on flat. Three on 13. Yeah, I can see you. 
which is just bonkers. Um, anyway, double action. Yeah, right. Any, uh, but I mean, it would have been a different story had it been an HMG, but still, it would have given you pause, I think, as to like what you did. You would have to think about it a little bit at least. Um, yeah. Anyway, pick up the pick up the missile bot. Um, then I attempted to get the box, uh, and didn't really. Uh, I ended up having to fight the specular here, slung a bunch of orders, and then I was sad. My oh, last, so yeah, my last order was bringing on Carlotta and trying to shoot your Spitfire Caliban in the butt. It was targeted and like dodging <laughs> right at neg three, yep. and you crit dodge. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh. yep. <laughs> So I was like rolling three on sixteens. I was like, this sh- this should be fine. Nope, crit dodge, and then I immediately lose it to your uh, Cadmus who deviated on the first turn, and like right, I was like, so- I guess I'll flamethrower you, and you just shotgun me in the face. And survived. Yeah, and survived. <laughs> and survived the flamethrower. Yeah, no, so the Cadmus, I bring him on, and I fail my AD roll, mm-hmm. which is very different now. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's no more so scattering. My deployment. Oh, sorry? Yeah, yeah, there's no more scattering. No more scattering. He just went to my deployment zone. Yep. Um, which was a bummer, so no using, like, decoy to, yep. to correct deviation, um, which I think is a lot more fair. Like it's a it's the it's the it's a change that needed to happen. It is a correct change. Wow. Yeah. Um, so brought in my killer hack over by Carlotta, killed her, uh, surprising yep. both of us. Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you expected to kill her. I think we both expected like both of these models to go away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you know that that burst two shotgun template, burst two damage fourteen. Mm-hmm. That's that's for real. Mm-hmm. Um, it is in a lot of ways better than a light flamethrower now. Yep. Right. Like the light flamethrower can take down a multi-wound model, but it's the lower damage in one hit. Yep. Um, so it was very, very nice. Um, and then let's see here. So then I think I went the over coordinated Panzerfaust mistake. <laughs> oh yeah. I attempted, I attempted to be cheeky and coordinate my Panzerfaust, just like I wanted to do from the beginning yep. uh, to shoot at Nauf and Nauf just, lolled while he blew away my uh, seed soldier. Well, so the thing was the you included the two seed soldiers you included was the one that was carrying the box which was targeted. Yeah. Right? And the and another one which you revealed. So I was like, well, Nauf is probably going to die. I have a pretty reasonable chance of winning the face-to-face roll against the targeted one thanks to targeted. And you're on burst 1 since you're coordinating Panzerfaust. So I'll try it. Yeah. I also and I also wasn't too worried cuz I knew I had that chain of command model right next to it. Right, sure. Yeah. Um, but Nauf didn't die. Yeah, Nauf didn't die. I obliterated the uh, the Seed Soldier <laughs> and the other one just like whiffed. So that was yeah, pretty fantastic. Um, so uh, mm-hmm. disheartened, uh, I went and got up the other went and got the other supply box. Yeah, the left I believe or the right I believe. Yeah, um, and then retreated with that. Randomly. That was also targeted. Yep, it got targeted in the meanwhile meantime. But it, you know, you only have so many orders, right? Exactly. So just like you said. If I spend orders getting rid of targeted, then I'm stuck out in the open. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not good. So I opted to be targeted, but also be out of line of fire of everything else. Very reasonable. Well, yeah. So, yep. No, um, that's happened. So, yep. Then, uh, you know, your stupid yeah, Bob specula back comes back. I had to shoot Bob again. Um, and then I was like, I'll just get rid of this this one seed soldier that missed with the Panzerfaust. This time he crits, and now explodes yep. in a pile of goo. 
which was very sad. <laughs> um, and then I had like the this siege soldier did not die the entire game. I sunk so many orders in trying to remove it. I lost a uh, 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 Zon mate. I lost Nalf. Right, and then I almost lost this uh, this Zon Zon not trying to get it. But eventually, I forced you back into cover thanks to a bunch of failed guts rolls. I grabbed the box and I absconded away with it. Um, and then I tried to do some dirty nomad tricks by popping out of camo and trying to kill this Cadmus. Sorry, the uh, Caliban Spitfire. You pass all mm-hmm. the arm rolls. I don't know how that happened. As you should. Um, so then I was like, fine. Let's see if you pass missile arm rolls. And I start. I start. Oh, I, I killed the I killed the Cadmus with the Moran And yeah. then I just start dropping missiles and everything. Um, so yep. the one box carrier that had, uh, that had the box that Adam was just talking about, I dropped a missile on it, blew it up in one order. And then, deleted. um, the, uh, the Caliban Spitfire that was giving me so much trouble. I also deleted with a, with a missile, which was pretty fantastic. Um, yeah, that, that, that seed soldier was definitely one of those like silly, silly sci-fi movie moments where the, you know, the alien is hiding around the corner, like success. And yep. then you just hear the whistle and he looks up. And the next thing you just see is like green guts splattered all over the, uh, <laughs> exactly. over the wall. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, uh, and then I foolishly attempted to try and get rid of this, uh, this Caliban chain of command with my Vostok. I, I've been doing a bunch of coordinated orders to just push everything up. Um, it didn't go well. Cause you, you dodged right into combat. Yes, I did. Which was both good and bad. Yeah, I mean it protected right? you. Like, it it protected me. So so on my turn, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna kill this Vostok, right? Why shouldn't I kill this Vostok? Kill it, get myself into a better position. I like mathed out my orders of like, how do I get rid of? How do I do all the things I need to do basically? Mm-hmm. And I needed to kill it in one order, and I thought that was reasonable, yep. given that. I have like super high CC with D charges that no longer incur penalties, right? So I'm gonna like D charge this remote in the face and then go run away and hide with my objective. And you didn't die nope. because you ignore AP. Yep, Vostoks are dumb. So Vostoks have uh, immunity, immunity to armor piercing. Yep, which, which works is against breaker ammo. It, oh, it does. You're right. Ooh, yeah, we we do need to talk about weapons actually in a little yeah, bit because yeah. they work. They're they work the same, but they're fundamentally different. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, unfortunately, you didn't die. So I had the option of spending more orders, but I really needed those orders elsewhere. So I opted to remain in combat, hopefully using you as a bullet shield. <clears throat> um, and this, again, was because one of the other N4 changes is if you shoot into combat, it's negative six. But every time you miss, you hit your own guy, yeah. even if it's not that negative six threshold. Right. So if you um, roll a 20, you hit your own guy. Exactly. So I figured good, good old bullet shield will, will yep. keep me alive. Yep. As so long as I possibly can. That's exactly what happened. I basically sent in a Moran to try to kill it. I bullet shielded with the Vostok. Nothing happened. So I was like, I'll try the other one. I ran out of orders trying to get there because Adam threw a bunch of stuff into suppression. I finally snuck there. Snuck. So basically, I'm faced. Here's the choice that I was faced with. You see this Moran, and that's the uh, box carrier they hit. So the thing that I missled, you happen to have some guy next to it that was also a specialist. I did not expect so many camel specialists. So I was like, all right, I'm pretty safe. I can get that one with the Moran later. But it turns out you had another camel specialist just like hanging out nearby. I had like like five or six. Camel yeah, specialists. I know. I was just like, what? <laughs> Where did this guy come? It was it was like hiding behind a crate. I didn't like. I just didn't even know he was there. Anyway, so uh-huh. you run back, you grab the box, and I'm like, now I got to deal with this thing because you've got two boxes to my one. So I'm in this situation where I've got um, I've got a bunch of orders left in my missile bot pool, but I've got 
uh, one order left for this Moran here. So I have a choice. Do I move into view and shoot it mm -hmm. and hope to do a wound? Or do I move, move, hope to tank the shot back, use my lieutenant order to spotlight it, and then drop three missiles on it? And I was like, I feel like the second choice is better, maybe? Yeah. Especially because now, as long as I'm above you, I gain cover. That's correct. So that sounds confusing, but if you think about it as a, uh, a corner, right? It's like the corner of a building, but it goes vertically now instead of horizontally, right? It's the same geometry. Yeah, exactly. It's so it's a little weird to wrap your head around if you're not th used to thinking about stuff in 3D like this all the time, but it, it's fine. Uh, just it's it's exactly it's it's yeah like you said it's exactly like approaching the corner of a building except rotated ninety degrees on the z axis. Yeah, exactly. Um, so everything right. went off perfectly. I got into view. You flubbed the roll thanks to mimetism and cover. I landed the spotlight thanks to an interventor whip fifteen, um, and then I dropped three missiles on you and rolled like five twenty three, and I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, I think I think I might have even dodged one of them. You did, but yeah, like, you, I, I rolled a five yeah. and you rolled a six. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was, I right. was just like, for fuck's sake, are you for real right now? That was the you did the right thing. I think I feel like I did uh, the right thing. So yeah, that was uh, that was an amazing game. I ended up winning six two. Yeah. Um, but really, the MVP of that game was dice. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was that was a real like I got and and I got to say like you know we were talking about it after the game it was a quick game it took us two hours and that was with like tons of rules look up because we're like wait we should probably yeah. figure out how this actually works so we don't mess it up on stream right we're like we should probably but look this rule up there were definitely a few times where we were just gonna operate based on our assumptions and we're like actually yeah maybe we we should we should look that up yeah we should look that up um, like the being on higher ground. Yeah, just always is basically cover. If you're if my feet are over your head, I have cover. Yeah. Um, no, it was it was enjoyable. Like it, it fundamentally was a game of infinity, though. Yeah, exactly. Right. It didn't. It didn't feel like. Um, it didn't. Yeah, it didn't feel like the game has drastically changed. You know, it wasn't like like the the changes between like seventh or eighth and ninth edition forty k or seventh and eighth whatever the last big one was mm -hmm. like it's not like it's not a hugely transitional edition but it's a much cleaner edition yes um and yeah I think uh, Nathan brings up trying to get a fire still bypass the shooting into melee badness and kind of right it's going to ignore the negative six but you'll still be at negative three for trying to get a fire um, and if you miss you still hit your own guy yeah so. Not really. Um, yeah, so that you actually get better is chances of hitting, though. Especially if you like, like, like if it's, it's if it's Shikami in close combat, you have a much better chance of hitting it. It's worth doing. Yeah. Um, but it's also probably not worth sending your own guy to get into combat and then shooting him in the back. Depending on what it is. <laughs> oh, valid. Um, no, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, the Shazvasti. Um, I really like Shaz. Mm -hmm. You know, when when I started, when I got started with Infinity and settled on Combined, it was really because it was three armies in one. Between you know, back then only Vanilla and Onyx or Onyx didn't exist. Uh, Shaz Vasti and Morats. Mm -hmm. um, but I never really got into the Shaz Vasti side because the models were potato. Mm. I like the old Seed Soldiers. 
I have. You want some? You need some more? I'm I have. Playing. I have. I have every skull. But. Okay, uh, but I, I mean, I liked them. I didn't. They weren't as exciting as the Morad sculpts. True. You know, the Morad sculpts were amazing. And then Onyx came out with all these other new toys, and I was like, yeah, no, I want Space Sith. I want all these other badass. Yeah, it's models. yeah for sure. There's there is something appealing about like the alienness of the old models, though. Yeah, yeah, they're a little less uh, Star Trek. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't expect to see Captain Kirk hammer fisting them around or something right <laughs> um but yeah no that, that was a great game like it, it's 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 definitely streamlined a lot of things i mean like how many times i have you heard me at a tournament just be like just red rum me that's the correct answer right like my opponent's like but i need to look up the right thing on my phone oh my i'm God. like i'm like no no i promise you the math has been run it's been debated endlessly on the internet i've looked at it the internet this, is actually correct use this red is, rum. this is not one of those like Two very specific situations ever that Red Rum is not the correct answer. Yeah, just do that, and you know, right? we're like, you know. so, so, um, yeah. Let's start talking about M4. Like this is a perfect segue. Yep. <clears throat> right? We played a game of M4. Let's talk about it. I think that you and I were talking that the kind of the the biggest, really, the fundamental change of the game is the states. Right, like the game is fundamentally the same. If you played N three, you could pick up and play N four with and and just be wrong on your memory of the rules. <laughs> for, I mean, for you wouldn't it. even be caught out all that often, right? Like, the, like the worst That's that it'll happen is like you'd be like, "Oh, flash ball spots are now PH eleven, and you don't have to do minus three, and you'll just you'll always be like pleasantly surprised by stuff, right? It's yeah, not like exactly. what I I can't do this anymore. It's usually just like, oh, I get to roll my full PH now. Cool. All right, moving on. Right. But yeah, it's the it's the states that are huge, and by states we mean things like um, isolated, immobilized, targeted. Mm-hmm. Really, those three. Um, yep. Those are all just they're they're different now. They're completely different. So, uh, like we've discussed endlessly, like targeted is amazing. Uh, it lasts until you either reset out of it with a negative three modifier, mm-hmm. or you get engineered out of it. So you might actually, there are times where it might well be worthwhile to engineer something out of targeted. Yep. Which is amazing mm-hmm. uh and also awful <laughs> um, and this is very important quick tactical tip for those of you out there listening um don't reset within hacking range <laughs> just don't just don't do it because if you do that i'm just going to target you again now it's a face-to-face roll and targeted grants me a plus three to whip yep and you'll be at negative three because the negative three to reset while targeted so, so don't so do it. it's just walk out of targeting range Move, move out, move, move out of the repeater, and then reset. Yeah, save yourself the order. Yeah. I mean, you could, if you can get out in one short order, move, reset, and you might win. Like, eh, but it's still, you're probably better off just move, moving. Yeah. Get someplace sure. more helpful. Yep. Um, but so yeah, with the change to targeted, immobilized. There's only one immobilized. No, there's mobilized A and B. That's right. There's um, glue versus the... So basically, whether it's your whip at negative three or fizz at negative six, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that's the difference. Like, they don't expire. Um, you can get yourself out of glue if you're strong enough. You will probably waste a lot of orders, I think, on glue. If you try to break out of it with, like, a fizz 10 guy, you're going to be trying to roll for fours. Yeah. Not worth the orders. But you can do it. Yep. And this that's important for something like a... Um, like if you get a mobile regatta hit with EM, right? Now you're isolated and immobilized. You can only use your one order anyways. You might as well try to dodge 
either dodge out of the glue or reset out of the um, isolated state. That's going to be real like hard, it, though. <clears throat> it is, but it, it gives you something to do with that order. But Because so, so many times currently, when you have a heavy infantry or tag hit with the M, it just does nothing. Like, it's immobilized, it can't do anything. It's just, so, so to quote Dumb and Dumber, you know, there's there's a chance, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. It's it's definitely uh, a big deal, yeah. Like if you want to fall, if you fall prey to the there's a chance, then you're in trouble. Because now if you get hit with EM, right? I mean, maybe we can trans- maybe we can talk about uh, talk about how weapons have changed. Sure. That will that will make a make a actual example. Um. So let's see here. Let me pull this up real quick. Boom. Done. Okay. So here cool. we're looking at um. The, the weapon chart. So it's just pistols. It's just totally fine. Uh, we can look at something else if you want. But basically, um, the the chart should look familiar to you, right? On the left, you have the range bands. They work exactly the same they did in N3. No surprise there. Damage works the same. They've changed the wording on how damage and armor work. It works the same in your head. They just tried to explain it different. Yep. It does yep. exactly the same thing. So now instead of <laughs> adding armor to your roll, you subtract armor. You, you subtract the armor from the damage. Uh, whatever, it's the same. No, That's just it. just do do the thing. Burst is burst. Uh, now there's this this other category. Now there's the ammo type, which was sort of the thing, um, and then there's also the saving attribute. Um, and basically, there's very few ammo types now. Right, all the yeah. stuff that we used to define as an ammo type, viral is no longer an ammo type. Viral is actually right. um, DA plus shock. That's the ammo type now. The ammo. Yep. And then yep. you have then you have to look at what saving attribute you roll against. So, for example, um, breaker pistols are AP, but you save against your BTS. So you have you half your BTS round up, right? And you and you uh, you save on that stat. And if you look, there's uh, there's an AP heavy pistol, right? So that is AP versus arm. So exactly the same math, different stat. That's how they handle yeah, exactly. that. It's, it's good though. Yep. It, it really, to me, I think it really streams, streamlines it. Mm-hmm. These are, you know, these are the arm or yeah, exactly. These are the MOs. These are the save attribute. Yep. And what it does though, is it does things. So for example, like total immunity, yes. right? Total immunity treats the ammo column as all normal, basically. Mm-hmm. Whatever's in there, it's normal. Yep. Um, but it doesn't affect the saving attribute. So a double dog shot with a breaker rifle saves on BTS instead of armor. Right. So sad face for the double dogs, which is actually what they were before, right? Mm-hmm. Like before the, 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 the hot fix to total immunity. Um, thing, weapons that hit your BTS were what you shot at dogs with. Yeah. Or, you know, viral adhesive, et cetera. Um, so what it also means, though, is that the bioimmunity skill lets you choose armor or BTS. So to have the old total immunity, you need to have both total immunity and bioimmunity. Right. Um, which is, I think it's only going to be confusing for veterans. It, I think for new players, it's a hell of a lot simpler. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I wish um, they had changed the name bioimmunity to something else. Yeah, because it's, it's... It's just a I, weird I, I name, agree. and it's kind of a holdover from viral. Yeah, but, and I mean, it doesn't... It doesn't really help you against fire. <laughs> no, you can take it against your armor instead of your BTS, where you're still taking double action shock. Exactly. So, um, meh, seems fine. So, it's it's a little different. It'll be funny for new, you know, it'll be funny for veterans. New players will pick it up. Um, 
But I think that that this again is one of those simplifications. Yeah. Right. It really just kind of streamlines your experience. Mm -hmm. Now the cool thing is plasma. Okay. So plasma. Here we go. Plasma. There you go. Here we go. Plasma has normal ammo type, but saves against armor plus BTS. So that means that plasma rips antipodes up, or dog warriors up. Yeah. So that's that's pretty fun. Um, I think other you know, big fundamental changes they've talked about. You know, they've talked about a lot of this so much on the stream, like the fact that teardrop impact templates are gone and they're just circuit around ones. Yep. Which I think is only plasma for the most part. Missiles. Um, missiles. So uh, fire is no longer a thing in the sense that there's no more burnt state. Uh, right, there's no ammo. Yeah. So so now it has this thing called continuous damage here. Perfect. There's a heavy rocket launcher right here. So it says normal ammo. It goes against armor, and it's something called continuous damage. Continuous damage is fire from N3. You just keep rolling until you pass. Um, yeah. But there's no more fire ammo. There's no more burnt state. There's no more ODD to get you know to lose when you get burnt, that kind of thing, right? So they just sort of streamlined a bunch of stuff that was confusing, which you forgot anyway because you don't have a burnt token in your token carrier. So your Moira, who got burnt and survived, is walking around with ODD the whole game, even though she burnt. And like you're like, oh my god! After the game, I totally forgot she was burned. Yeah, I'm oh, so sorry. No. Oh, I'm the worst. Oh. Right, but like now you can't. It doesn't matter because you you forgot anyway. Now it's gone. Who cares if you forgot? Because it's not a thing. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely better. Um, para is just adhesive ammo, right? Like called it a new yeah. thing. Just, I think it, it's it's short for paralytic, right? Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. it's just an easy way to remember it causes immobilized. Yeah. Um, no, no big deal. T2 is still T2. Does two wounds. It's amazing. But now there's, now there's theoretically room for a T2 breaker rifle. Yeah. Because it's different tributes. Yep. It, it, it gives a lot more flexibility in the game design. Um, um, EM, though, has changed. Um, now all oh EM God. is EM2. So that means you when you get hit with EM ammo, you make two saves against uh, half the saving attribute. Right. So, right. So the other thing that's important here, though, is now EMCCWs. So EMCCWs have normal plus EM ammo. Yes. And the way it's worded is that they combine the effects. So the effects as in like the, you know, um, looking at the, you know, we're looking at the ammo type. It's like, here's the situation. Here's the effect. Right. Right. Save on this. This is the effect of failing a save. So the effect of failing an EM plus normal ammo from an EMCCW is both taking a wound and suffering the effects right. of EM. Yep. So an EMCCW is like a double action breaker <laughs> plus EM ammunition all in one from previous edition. Morlocks are awesome. <laughs> so we've learned. There's no reason Morlocks not to take anything else. Raul Spectre, anybody from EMCCW. Oh and it God. gives reason for... Um, Nurakaius or whatever to yeah. have an EMCW yeah. instead of just Vorpal. Yeah. So it's it's awesome. It's awful. So it's awful. so um, like so I've I've always said that EM is the best ammo type in the game. Period. I still think that's true. Uh, here's why, right? Because EM causes isolated, and if you're vulnerable to hacking, you're also vulnerable to getting immobilized by EM, right? So um, yeah. the immobilized state. Uh, forces just freezes you, right? You can't move, um, and you reset it an egg three. Isolated, uh, you know, makes you irregular. You have your own order in your own pool, blah blah blah, all the same stuff, right? Uh, but now you reset it an egg nine. 
So I think those stack. So you're at neg 12 to reset. So yeah. <laughs> right? So if you're at tag and I hit you with EM, you're resetting at neg 12. Is the tag, well, it's like, is the tag EM A or B? Right? Is it the fizz EM or is it the, is it the fizz immobilized or is it the whip immobilized? I'm pretty sure it's the whip one because it's not parallel. Oh, yeah. Then they're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. That's awful. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, yeah, so it's, it's pretty freaking awesome. I'm, I'm pretty jazzed about it because it affects everything, right? It works against totally immune things because it's, now it's just normal ammo, so it just still hurts you. Um, one other thing that's really important is that EM, uh, EM things do not have the non-lethal attribute. Uh, yep. Right? Oh, actually, they do. Yeah, mines. Never mind. Mines and yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so maybe maybe it doesn't work against. Um... Oh, that's oh a bummer. yeah, yeah. So the only lethal EM is the EMCCW. Ooh, I'm just finding this out now. Uh, I'm very disappointed. Boo. Sorry, John. Boo. I think you'll survive. I think you'll survive. I'll just have to shoot it with an uh, HMG. Oh well. Yeah, there's so many small weapon changes too. So like. Well, not even a small weapon change, a huge weapon change. Wait, 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 way, let's, like... let's, let's finish that discussion. Yeah, so right. total immunity ignores anything that says non-lethal. Correct. That, was the, that was the point. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Um, so yeah, so total immunity is, is different now. It's still good um, because still dogs great. have... It's <laughs> great. But because, uh, because all the dogs have viral vulnerability, mm-hmm. it means they're now susceptible to shock. If they get hit with a viral weapon, viral causes shock. Right. Has an ammo type. Yep. Um, so you could bypass their unconscious state, or in the case of a dog, po- or was it the bear pod? Right. You can um, bypass the uh, their dogged state. So that's pretty important to remember. Yep. Um, but man, so like the way they're going back to our game, the way that they changed crazy koalas, holy crap! Oh my they're god, they're so yeah. good. They're so good. Like, sure, they don't clear minefields anymore. That wasn't what they were supposed to do, anyways. It was just an effect of the rules, I think. Mm-hmm. They, <clears throat> so boost basically changed from an ARO to just a trait of the weapon. Yep. So this means they basically activate under the same situations that a mine would activate. Yep. If somebody's in their zone of control they and they declare an order or, or an, an ARO, ARO, yeah, it goes off on them. Explosion. So you use it on your active turn. Yeah, the same way you use a mine, pitch one around the corner, and then go peek and shoot. It's right? better than a mine, though, because you can deploy anywhere in zone of control. Yep. So the the their mines that deploy like fat like fast pandas yep. basically. Um, yeah. So you spend a short order, you put one out in zone of control, and then if anything within zone of control of that activates, mm-hmm. whether for an order or ARO, it's going to go off on them. Yep. So they're cool because you can play the same games that mine layers played. Um, they're also cool because you can like put them in super unopportune places to shoot at. Like mm-hmm. on top of buildings and things like that, where you know, where a mine, you might, somebody might be able to discover, shoot it, and get rid of it, or clear it that way. Um, and this way, the only way to clear it is to activate it. Yeah. It's. Or it's you so could good. use a deactivator. Yeah, if you can see it. Yep. Um, so that's also going to be the way that uh, mad traps work, mm-hmm. which is so good. And uh, so symb- symbio bugs, because uh, you see those all the time. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, but the other thing is that most units that have the crazy koalas also now have mine layer. Yep. 
because they're going to st- they're going to start off with potentially one on the board. Mm-hmm. You don't have to use it. Yeah, you don't have to. So if you it's if your unit is going to deploy in your deployment zone without any deployment skills, like a taskmaster, mm-hmm. you might hang on to it. Um, or if you're worried about Carlotta, or Van Zant, or Razietz, then you won't hang on to it. You'll put them all out deployment. as much as possible. Yes. Yeah, so going back to the Carlotta, Van Zant, and Raziats. So yeah, Van Zant comes on your back, as we all know and love. Uh, now Carlotta does. And now Raziats do. And Raziats aren't availability one. It's just all about diplomacy. They just want to get close to you and start diplomatic negotiations immediately. Directly to the anus is where they're bringing that diplomacy. This <laughs> <Yes>. is <laughs> the most dipl- diplomatic part of a human, they've been told. Yep. So... yeah so there there's 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 the profile it's oh it's so yeah no i the the razgat is going to be like combined wasn't terrifying enough to play against with their weird voodoo tech shit like now they have maybe two van zants i don't know (laughs) or or three there's three 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 and more yeah in, oh, in more it's yeah. AVA three. So what does the way you can tell if it's a Van Zandt or not? It says parachutist deployment yeah. zone. If you're meant to be sharing that uh, with the with the viewers, it's not oh, coming up. Whoops! There you go. Um, there we go. Button so yeah, clicking, this is why this is why uh, I'm having Dan print me out that combi rifle because I want that specialist profile with an emitter and eclipse mm-hmm. grenades and D charges. All Morats have heavy pistols now, as they should. Yeah. Um, yeah, maximum diplomacy. Three of them in Morats. Yep. That's that's going to be hilarious. <laughs> maximum diplomacy. Uh, Brave New World. Yeah, like, like let's before we get too deep into into profiles and stuff like that, which is almost a a bottomless rabbit hole. Yeah. Right. Um I want to talk a little bit about targeted. Okay. Okay. And so you and I went on about this with code 1. Um, how can I have diplomatic immunity? Uh, <laughs> Boo. <laughs> that's so good. Oh, that's so good. That's amazing. Well played. Jeez. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, but, okay, so targeted, right? So targeted with, with specifically the spotlight. Okay. If you, if you have the ability to apply spotlight liberally, i.e. you have good hacker or repeater coverage, I feel like you got to take that missile bot. It's almost, like, for me, it's almost an auto-include in, in Nomads. Well, if, if you're playing a hacking game with Nomads, but you don't have to. Sure, you don't have to. But the, the, the reason why is that if anybody ends, you know, if anybody gets targeted, mm-hmm. they have to now decide, am I going to spend those orders or not? And f- Putting the missile launcher in there forces the decision. Without the missile launcher, sure. I can I can be targeted. Who I cares? mean, there's Whatever. there's a softer a softer thing uh, for that, which is grenade launchers. So having access right. to grenade launchers is similar, but not quite as bad. They've they've also reduced the bonus that grenade launchers get firing at targeted models. Yeah. So targeted used to be before you switch the negative six to plus three. Now they don't. Yep. Now it's just a plus three. Uh, now it's just the plus three, which. Translates a negative to negative six, three. Negative three. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's not. It's not that scary to be targeted. I think 
um, until there's a, a smart missile or a smart sniper in the right. case of Shazvasti on the table. Then, then it changes the whole game. It changes absolutely everything. If you've got a repeater net and I walk through it, if you're playing Jeruz and you've got those Hunza cuts and you've got your your peacemaker or um, is it the peacemaker? Yeah, the peacemaker that has the four deployment with the mm-hmm. repeater on it built in. Yep. If you're playing an army with a lot of midfield depth reps, Yujing now gets a Guilo. Guilang, Guilang. Guilang with um, Mine Layer and both yeah, repeaters. So, so the Guilang Mine Layer, which ordinarily can only just put out mines, can also put out a deployable repeater now. Right. You can really... Actually, that profile is, is amazing. Yeah. Um, if you're going second, right, throughout the, uh, throughout the repeaters, well, if you're going first, start off... Or whatever. It's that, so good. That's the thing, though, right? Like, um, we talk about this after a game. In order for this to work, you have to have a order-free repeater network up immediately. Because by the time you see, I mean, like, because because here, here's 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 the. Hmm? I think it's very mission dependent. It is well. I mean, sort of, right? Because. Effectively, Infinity is a game about controlling movement, right? Mm-hmm. You can make that statement. And uh, a lot of movement happens in turn one. So if your, if your statement is then like, okay, well, I'm going to let you do whatever you want on turn one because my mission, like, sorry, my, my game plan relies on me targeting you, right? Then you've already set up in, in, turn, in turn one, like you've advanced the ARO things you want to the midfield, you put some of them in suppression, you put them covering corners, whatever you want to do, Right. And then mm-hmm. um, on my turn, I have to deal with that and put out my repeaters. I don't have enough orders for that. Maybe uh, again, like if it's like a smash of drag, smash and grab objective game, like supplies. Sure. I think that's true. But if you're talking something more like quadrant control, but I don't necessarily have to activate the stuff that's in there. Right. If, if it's my, if it's, if no. I, if I like, you know, let's use that example. It's quadrant control. Um, <clears throat> you know, you go. You go first. I'm playing something with not a lot of. You know, I'm not playing nomads. I'm not playing Yujing. Um, yeah. And uh, my game plan is to spotlight you and missile you. Okay. So now you you control the midfield. Uh, so now I have to still fight through whatever you have in the midfield. Deploy my repeater, and then either I have to spotlight you, or you have to move your unit, and let me spotlight you on your turn. And the likelihood of you doing that is pretty low because you're still winning because your thing is in the quadrant. I didn't kick you out. You're just there. And there's not a really but huge think, incentive for you for to move. But if I'm playing like if I'm playing again using Drews as the example, right? If I'm playing sure. an army that has access to Hunzakats, mm-hmm. if I'm going second, even I still think it's worth spending a couple orders to drop out repeaters. It is if you can do it cheaply. Yeah, right? so Hunzakats, like, for example, Hunzakats yeah. are already irregular, right? So they already sure. have an order that they want to spend on themselves, anyways. Um, I think the last time I remember playing Drews, I went against a Steel Phalanx army, mm-hmm. and you know, he came running around the corners with um, with uh, Achilles and was going to murder my Hunza and I just dropped a repeater next to him. Mm. Right next thing, next thing Achilles knows, you know, next order he performs, he's Oblivion. Right, right. So I think that there's. But being able to do that earlier in the game now, like it's there's more incentive to do it. You know, if Achilles is now targeted, 
and then I can just nuke him with missiles. That sounds great to me. True. I mean, it's. I guess. I guess the point is, uh, the there's there's gradations, right? So the, the armies that will be best at this are things at, at the at the missile launcher, grenade launcher, spotlight game, are armies that have uh, repeaters that can show up at deployment. Yeah. Then there yeah. are armies well, that have. Yeah, there aren't very many. I think it's basically just nomads and probably Yujang now that this Guilang thing exists. Um, yeah. And um, the next the next tier down are things like Drews, which have excellent access to linked pitchers for that BS bonus. Actually, do they get a BS bonus? Is that a technical weapon? I don't think it's a technical weapon, but don't quote me on that. Okay. So I mean, they, but anyway, they get a burst bonus at least, so that's some more reliability yeah. and more coverage. So if you have access to linked pitchers or like excellent midfield robots, but you don't have the same amount of coverage as Nomads or or, uh, or Yujing has, um, that's viable. You just have to go. You have to go harder on that game plan. And not only do you have to take the things in your list that can give you that repeater coverage, you also have to dedicate orders to that, uh, where it might just be better to just straight up shoot the thing in the face with an HMG, which Drews are good at. Right, right. So, really quick, look it up. Pitchers do not have um, attack. Okay, weapon. Okay, so, so yeah, that, that's fine. good. At least you get the the BS bonus for for pitchers then. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think it's a an excellent um, an excellent uh, change to the game, and it really rewards me as a nomad player for just like taking a bunch of hackers, which I was going to do anyway. Right? I mean, right. like, they're 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 the specialists that I have a lot of. So I'm just going to take them because they're something, good. Something to be mindful of. Like when you were playing against somebody, do they have a missile bot? Okay, what are their capabilities of applying um, targeted? Right. Because <clears throat> that's really going to affect how you prioritize your orders in your own turn. Um, sure. Also with pitchers, what is it, the Lunacon that has X-Visor in pitcher? So, uh, Cyclone. Right? Cyclone? Yeah. Um, it might... They're like going back to N two days. There might be some value in shooting a pitcher across the table, um, and then you know now that you can coordinate uh, spotlight, coordinate spotlight something, and then nuke it. You could do that. Yep. I mean, it's it's order intensive. There's there's plenty of ways to do it. Uh, you mean you could just drop a hell. I mean, I was I was just talking to you guys about this. I was like, people are complaining about the Kamau dropping a Hellcat, poop out a deployable repeater. Hellcat's landing on 15s now because they have plus three fizz for combat jump. Jeez. Um, that's before the Evo bonus, right? So they could be landing yeah. on 18s. So they're going to get there. Then you just drop a global repeater, spotlight the Kamau, and then nuke the crap out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And again, going back or to... Or just the- white noise it with the repeater. Right? There's so many, all the options, John. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I, smart missiles, I think, are going to have a, a bit of a renaissance. Um, yeah, you'll see a lot more of them, um, which is why there's guided ECM now, or ECM guided oh, yeah. now. Oh. It was always a thing. Now it's a, now it's like explicit and has yeah, levels and stuff. it's like more prevalent. Yeah, so it exists on tags, basically. I think some remotes have it. Um, Tractor ones have it. Yeah. I can nuke you, but you don't nuke me. Yeah. Um, and basically it just applies the, so if you have ECM guided negative six, if they try to guided missile, you, you subtract six from their BS. That's all it does. 
which is which is great. Which is fine. Like, that's fantastic. Yep. Um, man. Yeah. No. I, I'm just really. I'm really looking forward to seeing the smart the missiles on the table. And the thing is, like all of the a lot, a lot of armies got wild guard missile launcher bots, anyways. Mm-hmm. In the last edition, like Drew's, like Akari. Mm-hmm. Um, I think White Banner. I have to double Yujing, check. I think Yujing has farming. the Sanbei. Just in general. Yep. For the Sanbei. Um, like, people were taking the missile bot anyways, and now it's like, oh, well, now I have this other tool in my tool belt. Like, I can actually target people mm-hmm. and use this thing. Um, it's such a big consideration, though. The other thing that's important is that, so the way Guided works is that it applies a blast to the weapon, even if it doesn't have a blast. Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> what this means is that smart missile bots get to fire the stronger of the two missile types and it still gets a blast. So with the, uh, with the regular missile launcher, it'll be AP and explosive in the blast, which is a, a really big deal. Um, let's see here. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I, I guess Maybe if we, I'm not sure if we have confirmation on that. I'm inclined to assume that um, it BS Tech always applies the impact template circular trait. Um, so maybe it all implies that you should choose that. So I, IJW confirmed at oh, the very that, least that, that you yeah. just do AP XP and then yeah ooh. AP XP missile boom Gross. or for the, the smart the smart sniper rifle for uh, Shazvasti is either an AP a shock or a DA blast. Okay, <laughs> like that's gross. That's that's what it do. Gross, 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 your, gross, your, gross. Your vertical launch missiles make very big sad faces wherever they land. Yep. It also is a short skill. It seems. Yeah, because it's just with your normal BS attack, so you can move and then do that thing. Yeah, which makes it great for links. You just shuffle your link around as you're raining fiery oh death on things. It's 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 fantastic for links. Yeah, no, it's 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 good. We're gonna see a lot more of it. It will be. It will happen. It will happen to you. It will make some. It will make you sad. Um, learn how to play against it. Yeah. Right. Those of you who face Darko or Drews, you already know how to play against this. I know, right? Um, yeah. Holy cow! So that's that's to me is one of the one of the biggest changes when it comes to like how the the interaction between the new targeted state affects with the armies that you're gonna see on the table. Right. Like that right there is a, it's an attack vector that wasn't really prevalent before. Mm-hmm. You know, you had some weird like my USA list that was my cat Yusha that I liked doing for quite a while. Um, was a good example of that, or somebody like spamming uh, Specfire with a Squallow um, mm-hmm. that got nerfed a bit. So it's different, but I feel like a lot of the the changes to to in this edition actually just made it more in line with the way people are playing already. So they, they simplified rules. So let's take, for example, iCall, right? iCall, which is now just CC minus whatever, minus three, six, nine. Yep. In the previous edition, it actually worked if you declared engage. Yeah. And the thing had to have a nose, so it couldn't be a structure thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> had to, it had to have wounds, so it could be it could be smelling all your 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 pheromones or whatever. Right, so there's these like bizarre. There's these exceptions that apply to it, and then 
like the remembering the odd time that it actually I work. do declare engage with Penetheselia, so you are at negative twelve. Do shoot me, but what? it doesn't work against this, this Chimera, who is clearly an S two like humanoid model. What? Yeah, right. Like they so they got rid of all the confusion and basically like the 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 rule plays as if you just quickly described it to your friend. Yeah, like that's the thing. That's what it does now. Yep. Um, same thing with like movement, letting you pre-measure where you move, right? Like you declare movement and then you get to move four inches. Like it gets rid of the whole argument of intent mm-hmm. for movement, at least. Like, nope, just measure it out, go to that place. Fine. You didn't make it all the way to there. Um, since there's no more, because of this, they've gotten rid of falling, which means you can't super jump to voluntarily fall, which is, I think, a good thing. Um, yeah. But. It's a net good. It makes my Rodox a little sad. What are you going to do? Um, but now it means like the guy runs, you know, I think uh, <clears throat> the guys over at MayaCast, Tom and Kip, you know, were talking about like the guy goes to run to the, you know, run to the jump across the gap in the buildings and he can't quite make it. And he just goes, you know, waves his hands like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Nope, too far. Yep. Not jumping. Yep. Um, Hard pass. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. So, so I think it's it's good overall. Um, but it's it's just going to make the game quicker, quicker to learn and quicker and easier to play. And you're not really just, losing like, anything either. No, like all the tactical flexibility you had is still there. You have to learn a few new tricks and a few uh, a few new exception cases, but most of the stuff is still there. Yeah, like the the game it it feels like Infinity. Yeah, it's it's didn't feel any different. It really scratched a lot of the same itches. It was it was more like playing N4 4 was more like playing a new army than it was playing a new game for me. Sure, I think that's a a really good way to describe it. Um right, it's the subtle differences between armies. Mm-hmm. Which is maybe why I made that this month's Private Academy mission, cough cough. Good work, John. <laughs> you were you were in thinking in the future already. Yep. Um, or just like simplification of like dodge, right? The fact that dodge yeah. is in three different skills now. Yep. Like it's dodge. If you're dodging something that's in your zone of control, you don't have line of fire. It's negative three, yep. aka change phase. Yep. If you're dodging, yeah. If you're dodging something and you end up in close combat, then so be it. Yep. You know, there there is engage. Um, instead of having to explain to a new player, well, what type of dodge would you like to do? You've got three different choices. Oh, God, yeah, that was really confusing for people when you were trying to, like, give them a teaching game. You're like, okay, you have these options. Let me explain them all. <laughs> yeah, or Jesus Christ, like, explaining hacking to a new player was just the worst thing in the world. Oh, like, God, here's yeah. 60 programs, pick the best one. Yeah, there's a, it's <laughs> like, and then their eyes bug out, and you're like, okay, hang on. There's a tool to help you this, written by a fabulous gentleman named Captain Spud, right? And let's yeah. let's look at it together, and then we can navigate these nested menus with archaic, you know, symbols, and you'll you'll be a wizard <laughs> at the end of this, right? Right. Now, now it's just like, what do you want to do? Do you want to stop me? Okay, Carbonite. You want to murder my face? Okay, Trinity. Right. Like, you want to just you know, Adam, Adam from 1996 would think it's the most cyberpunk thing in the world. That in order to pick the best hacking program for your game, you pull out this weird, you know, lit up slate in your hand and navigate through hacking menus to select the software. Yep. But I like it now where if you want to immobilize them, you pick the immobilize one. Yep. It is the best immobilize one. <laughs> There's no need for three different immobilize ones because your goal is to immobilize him, just to immobilize him. Yeah. And I mean, like, what is it? Total control versus overlord, right? Oh, I, ran, God, I yeah. ran the math. It's 
basically within 5%. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so like, who cares? The, the, the odds of you remembering the right situation to use the wrong, to the, the correct one in that exact situation where one is slightly better than the other. Yeah. Like, uh, it's just not worth it. Yep. It's not worth it. It's, it's, that's kind of like complexity for complexity's sake instead of complexity for, for adding new options sake. Yeah. Um, but no, so hacking dodge, the way movement works, it all just works does an amazing job of making the game clean to play. Mm-hmm. I think there are going to be a lot less of those um, after the game. Oh, I got this rule wrong moments. Yeah. Which I feel like happens every game. Yeah. There'll, <laughs> no there'll be a lot right now as we transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For the first couple of months, it'll be all the damn time. Yeah. But now I, in the future, I think it'll be pretty clean. A lot of the stuff that we got wrong before, because it was just confusing, or there were so many special cases, it's fine now. I think I think a lot of it. There are definitely still um, little bits of confusion here and there. Like even reading these rules, like some stuff that they didn't think about or isn't clearly explained. But I feel like they'll resolve that. Um, yeah, it's it's a launch, right? I mean, CB has, is is famous for not having the the best launches, I guess. Um, but uh, this is... Well, they tried real hard, though. They did try real hard. And it's really damn good, right? It I mean, is. like, you, you can call <laughs> us apologists if you want. We're a little bit of apologists here. But, I mean, it it's better than it was in the past. Um, the yep. the army building app is still a bit of a hot mess. Uh, but it's functional. It's a functional hot mess. So... I think give it a week. Yeah. I mean, like, just... Yeah, there, there's been like hourly changes, right? So I'll wake up in the morning, uh, I'll get a, I get, get a text from like you or Obi or Pete or something, and be like, oh, this is like, I don't know what's going on with this profile. And then like by the time I look at my phone, it'll be noon, right? And then I'll be like, yeah, but it's it's fine now. And somebody has gone through and fixed the profile. That was that was that was a problem. So kudos yeah, to, to the yeah, um, addressing things. Yeah, I wonder if since I checked this morning, if my Airborne Ranger will be in USA right now. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't look like it. Okay. All right, maybe tomorrow. Yeah, maybe but tomorrow. But it's vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> the profile exists. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Isaac brings up a great point. It's free. It works and it's free. I mean, it's still, there's a couple things that I wish would work better, right? Like, if I may, right now, uh, you know, I haven't checked today, but yesterday or whenever it was we played our game, uh, I had made the army list on my computer. It would not translate to my phone correctly. It was missing profiles and it wouldn't go to my uh, iPad at all, right? So I had to, like, literally, okay. I just took my camera out, took a picture of my computer screen, and that was the list I played from at your house, uh, which was a little awkward. Yeah. Um, but it was fine. So just the, yeah. we're, we're in the in the, uh, the uh, confusing, growing pains right now where everybody's hammering the system and finding all the bugs, right? That's what we're supposed to do as users, so... Yeah. It's fine. We're helping. I mean, yeah, and like you said, it's free. And it's not the situation that, like, GW is in right now where they're actively now going after things like Battlescribe for offering free army builders so they can try to force people to use theirs. It's right. not very good. Like, yeah. it's actually pretty damn good. Um, you know, just give them a week to iron out the kinks. It'll be fine. Yeah, oh, I mean, I mean, we're, like, this is this is me just complaining about a thing that's already better than anything out there on the market, so. <laughs> right. right, I mean, like, right. Yeah, we're spoiled. Is effectively what's going on here. I want it more better, John. I want it more I better. Want it more Give better. it to me now. I want it more. 
Don't change. Don't change any things I like, and change all the things I hate. Yeah, exactly. It's why is this so hard? <laughs> um, oh man. So like something that's something that's gone, that is a little bit sad for me, and I'm gonna get over it pretty much instantly because it was so niche. But Nimbus is gone, John. Nimbus. Nimbus is gone. It I is felt... now up there. Yeah. <laughs> it's it has joined swarm grenades in the sky. <laughs> swarm grenades in the sky. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Also, monofilament mines being permanent templates also gone. Uh, but so, but, rip. yeah. I mean, it, I liked it, but like the the amount of time it took me to explain every time I use it accurately against someone, it's like no. I threw my Nimbus Plus, so you are at negative nine to dodge this speculative fire template from out of line of sight. Yeah. They're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, this is awful for you, and it's going to hurt more in an hour when I'm done explaining to you yeah. the way Nimbus actually works. Yep. So it's it was, gone. yep. I think, so I the, think it's, a, it's a net good thing. It's all right. No big deal. Um, they've also gotten rid of, uh, like we said before, DEPs are gone now. Um, yeah. I didn't actually have a problem with the DEP as a weapon in the sense that um, it just was it was a Panzerfaust with different range bands. I had no problem with that. The thing that I had sure. a problem with was that it was disposable one and not disposable two. Right. That was I, the annoying thing for me. I have seen a DEP fired all of one time. I used it a ever. lot. Metros. Maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, with Metros. I don't think I've ever played your Murph. No, I, no, I totally must have. No, you no, play no, with no, cards. No. You play with cards in vanilla. It's so hard to tell. Yeah. Oh, you're looking right now. When has Adam played my Murph? He's finding. I can tell you. I can tell you. May thirtieth, two thousand seventeen. <laughs> you laugh right here, sir. You are wrong. But, um, uh, yeah. I mean, like, I got my Achilles shot with a DEP once. That was hilarious. Um, that's pretty good, but otherwise, like, nah, I'm fine with them going to Panzerfaust. I'm especially fine with my Karakuri getting Panzerfaust now instead of DEPs. That's huge, so, <laughs> huge. Karakuri, man, are absolutely insane now. Yeah, they're just insane. Okay, so. With the total immunity changes, sure, they're not armor six all of the time insane. Yeah. But they gave them a third structure. Instead of uh, having dogged. Yeah. I'll I'll have that. I'll yeah. have the third point of structure instead of dogged. Yep. Give me that thing, please. Holy totally crap. immune still. They have a multi-rifle profile now. In case Wait, no. they do? Yeah. What? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Well, I guess I'll be adding that to my print list from uh, Dan. Yep. Holy cow! So, yeah. So same guns before between the the heavy shotgun, the combi rifle, and the Mark Twelve, plus now a multi rifle option. Yep. Yes, please. Um, still arm three BTS six, a third point of structure with remote presence. So it takes five wounds. Five to wounds take to take one off the, off the table. Yep. Yeah. They've definitely escalated the violence tabletop showdown for sure. Dude, they have okay, so they have a gizmo kit fizz of twelve, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can be basically gizmo kit is a ranged, it's like a meta kit for engineers. Right. They didn't know what to call it. They're like, I don't know, it shoots gizmos at them. It's a gizmo kit. Um, but zero, but that zero, means zero. That, right, like the difference between getting a whip thirteen engineer there, like just gizmo kit them. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, holy hell. They are, they are, if they weren't terrifying before, they are more so now. Okay. Yeah, they still are all Ford observers, right? Yeah, they're yep. still all Ford observers. They also have chain rifles, Panzerfausts, and flash pulses. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I get two of them in Akari. I guess you get three in JSA, so I can't. I, I mean, I'm not going to spend 120 points to buy three. <laughs> That's too much. That's too right, much. That was always the goofy thing in N3, and everyone's like, man, they're too expensive in Harris. It's like, why are you taking three? One is one is monstrous in N3. Why do you need two more? <laughs> if you're going to take two, put them on opposite sides of the table, then you have two monsters on both sides of the table, right? Um, um, I think. I'm going to answer for John because I don't think they're any less quirky now. So uh, Isaac is asking if you think JSA is less quirky than before. Mm-hmm. I'm leaning to no. Um, they're terrifying. <laughs> like, I don't think they got more normalized. I think they actually got a little bit more interesting and more unique. You know, um, they're... They, they, I think they did get a little more normalized. In what way? And here's why. Um, this profile. So now all Ryukin 9 are mimetism negative 6, so they all have ODD, effectively. They also have X-Visor and Mind Layer. And um, yeah, so basically it's just a, a limited camo, um, surprise attack, heavy rocket launcher, ODD, and X-Visor. That's your long-range gun right there. And now they have a very affordable infiltrating specialist, right, that killer hacker Ryukin 9. Um, yeah. That helps a lot, right? Because ordinarily, your only other option was to put a very expensive ninja with either a really crappy, well, either affordable ninja with a crappy gun, or an expensive ninja, um, right, in your in the midfield to to do your button pushing. So uh, I definitely I think, think they, that it's better. I, I they're better, but I don't think that they're they're less quirky, right? Like, so the right you can nine getting the 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 killer hacker profile, right, which I think is the most normalizing. It's yeah. not a camouflage marker, and it's not infiltration. It's only four to play eight. Which yeah, means it's the not same thing, though. I don't it's know. basically I think the cute. same thing. It's the difference between starting on an objective and starting near an objective. But I mean, like, how 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 often do you put something like on an objective, unless it's like supplies or unmasking or something, right? Like, Maybe. it's really rare. Um, True. Because like, if you put it there, especially if you're going first, right? Like, you never do that. Unless, unless like the objective is like on a roof or something, you can go prone. In which case, the table setup may, may need a little work. But um, I guess, like to me, making JSA less quirky would have been giving them like an effective active turn HMG other than the Oyori. Sure, I think I think basically what um, I, I I don't think they're I, well. I guess it depends on what you mean by quirky, right? So I think I think they've smoothed out, out a couple of um, the rough edges. You know, giving them some tools that they were missing and and kind of needed, um, and but they they've really retained the essence of them, right? They haven't really changed yeah. the playstyle all that much. I'm still gonna like the lists that I'm gonna take are different only because the wild card composition and like you know rather the wild cards and link composition is now different. So I'll probably do a few different things there, and of course I'll be taking like a ton of these Ryukin nine, um, but I guess. You know, for for somebody who's played a lot of JSA, I, I feel like I know exactly how these things slot into my playstyle, and I feel like um, I know I know what I'm going to try. Like if you if you if you give me a mission now, I could build a list and like feel pretty confident. 
Um, well, but I don't, I don't think there are any, like, I don't think they're significantly more approachable for a new player than they were before. And so no, I guess if no, that's no. your definition of quirky, then I would say they're still pretty quirky. But uh, for people yeah, who, guess... who have been playing for a while and really love JSA, it's just like, oh, here's, here's some, you know, surprise gifts for you that you should be pleased about. And I'm very pleased. Right. Like the Shikami. Yeah. Like to, to me, the Shikami is kind of the definition of a quirky profile. Nothing, anything close to this exists in any other army. Right. So they got faster. They're six, two, mm-hmm. they got four deployment. Right. So six, two and four deployment with ODD and super jump and climbing plus stealth. They can move They can do the move dodge trick and, and move 10 inches in a turn. Um, yep. They lost Nimbus grenades. I'll survive. Yep. Um, it was often a bad idea anyway. I ran the numbers. Yeah. Um, but like that is a, that's a, oh, they're all specialists now. <laughs> yeah. That's a quirky ass profile. They oh, well, are, they, they were before. Were they? Yeah. I guess you just didn't take them because everything else wasn't exciting. But now that is like, yeah, that's actually that all the time. That, well, yeah, you did. You're a hipster. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but like, that's a, that's a, this is a terrifying profile to look at now. I mean, it hasn't changed all that much, honestly. The speed has changed, yes. Yep. Um, but your four deployment, four the four deployment helps a lot. So, I I don't, I honestly don't think it's that different. And here's no. why: because I'm generally not going to be fighting you until I get into my good range bands. Okay. So I'm going to spend effort to do some like super climb, super jump, climbing plus bullshit to get to a right, a good angle of attack. Try sure. to get you out of cover, all that good stuff. Um, but I'm not just going to like charge up a fire lane like I would with like an HMG thing. I'm going to do some no. like sneaky nonsense stuff and get up close. Oh, this... And so the six two might as well be four four from that perspective. Right? I'm I'm not complaining that it's six two. I'm very pleased about that because that that has a lot of um, a lot of niche things like uh, in terms of like climbing and super jump that has a lot of implications yeah, there. That's true. I'm just saying in terms of like advancing to the midfield where they become relevant, the six two doesn't matter at all in comparison to four four because you're just going to move move anyway just to get there. That's mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to say. Um, but once you're there, the six two is incredibly relevant. Yeah, it's I'm more afraid of them now. Yeah, and it is because that six two, it is like you said because they. Once they are starting to not move, move, mm-hmm. they can still close that gap a lot quicker. Yeah, and Isaac makes a great point. So, like anytime, like if you go back and read the old um, WC, WGC Infinity posts where I like chime in about the Shikami, I'm always saying like you have to develop them over the course of multiple turns. They're really, really yeah. shine in turn three when all of like the big scary arrow things are dead, and then you can like find a loophole, you know, like and thread the needle through right, it. Right. Right, and then like go kill something important or like accomplish the objective, um, and having that you know plus four deployment really helps with that because they're already kind of pre-developed, and also having the extra speed once you get there and let you like find the find the angle a little faster. And Leif also brings up an excellent point, which is that um, one of the harder uphill battles for JSA is like what do you do when you face like Caledonia, where um, JSA excels at peace trading. Right, I can right. waltz, you know, Kitsune or Norniwaban in there and slice your tag to pieces, and that's usually a huge win. 
but there really isn't like a, a linchpin piece in Caledonia like that. Everything is incredibly dangerous. And even like, you know, a five point Galwegian or whatever they cost now, right? So I'm not going to trade a 40 point Oni Wabun for a Galwegian. That just doesn't make sense. I might not even be able to do it because they're pretty comparable in close combat anyway. So, um, especially if they berserk you. Yeah, exactly. Bad. Right? So, you know, I've, I, the last game I played against Caledonia with JSA, I think it was against Jordan, and I literally deleted 10 orders on turn one. Right? Oh, geez. Yeah. Like, that's pretty good, right? Like, I, I, I was playing a limited insertion list. I lost the tag. And basically, like, so I sent an OURI, killed half, literally half of his list. And I put, I put a full HMG burst on Wallace, and I, sadly, Wallace made a save. Um, but, you know, it really didn't affect his game at all. Being right. like half his list Everything gone on, killed at the end of one. was stuff that he could tolerate to get killed. Well, no, it wasn't even that. It was just like he just had bodies. And that's all Caledonia needs. Like if you have a specialist alive and then bodies to just fuel that and like go kill stuff on their own. Like a Galwegian is perfectly dangerous. You, like, mm-hmm. I mean, anybody who's played against uh, uh, a competent wielder of, of Guangxi or like Galwegians knows that just a guy with a pistol and a chain rifle will ruin your day. If it gets into the wrong place, it's over. Um, yeah. So, you know, I mean, just having the redundancy was a big deal for, for fighting things like uh, like for Caledonia fighting other things and JSA is all about like removing key pieces and then, and finding um, and then leveraging that, that weakness. But for things that have mm-hmm. deep, deep redundancy, it's very hard to create that weakness. And now, you know, I think it's a great point now that uh, the, the order count is lower, um, that, that weakness may be more pronounced and easier to explore. Right. Yeah. It's inter- that, that is an interesting point because I feel like, Right now, a lot of people are going out there just cranking out 15 order lists. Like, yeah. every list has to be a 15 order list. Yeah. And what's funny is that I don't think that this cap of 15 orders made 15 orders better. Mm-hmm. It made 12 orders better. Because the 12, sure. anybody's, anybody's only ever going to have a three-order advantage on you. Mm-hmm. Where before, they might have a five-order advantage on you, which is huge. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I think the 12, there's still plenty of room for the... 12, 13, 14 point order list because you can't get out ordered that bad. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just a, just a, a little aside. Like I think I'm looking. I'm curious to see Caledonia when the uh, when the rules for them come up because mm-hmm. um, they might be in in a hard spot to to get 15 orders comfortably. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm sure CB will do something clever. It'll be okay. <clears throat> I hope so. Like I think you'll see a lot of Scots links, maybe more Highlanders. Sure, I'm not sure. Um, yeah. So what? Uh, I guess of all of these new profiles you've had the opportunity to look at so far, what are you what are you most excited about? What is the one profile that just makes you think like this is interesting? This is different. Um. Well, I think all the new stuff in Nomads has really made me want to like gravitate back towards them. Um. Sure. I think uh, just the changes to Morans really made me want to revisit. Because, I mean, I feel like I I sort of figured out Nomads, oh right? Uh-huh. Like, I was like, okay, you put two Morans in the middle of the table, you take some other stuff that's good, and then you win, right? Sure. Like, anything that's hacking is, is going to be really sad with the Morans there. Um, but then the thing that was really a problem for me was if I got rushed by a Galwegian or something, 
And the more ammo go down. Now, at least there's a little bit of buffer there because they have to get through the camo first. So right. that helps a lot. Um, and that really was the only change that they needed. But then adding all the extra stuff like surprise attack and um, stealth and also uh, uh, the changes to koalas have really made a big difference. Because now you can do things like throw a call around the corner, move the repeater into repeater range, and then targeted them. And do they dodge or do they reset? Right. The answer yeah. is dodge, yeah. so you don't die to the koala, and now they're targeted, and then you drop a missile on them. So for a grand total, was that's one, two, three orders, you could potentially take out a tag. Yeah. And that's, there's zero risk to you I doing do. it, too. Man, that is ugly. Yeah. No, Moran got, Moran got amazing yeah. uh, in this edition. Kind of like, for me, looking at nomads, so I, you know, I've got my Bakunin army, mm-hmm. um, but the Bakunin links have changed in a way that's really interesting. Yes. Right? So they get the they get the Moran or they get the uh, not the Moran, the Moira Harris, which can be a three of basically any of the kind of reverends. Mm-hmm. Now, all of the Moiras have NCO, which is amazing. Having NCO HMG all day long. They're yep. all number two. They're all number two. So if you shoot. You know, if that's the active guy and they go down to the link, like, whatever, the link is still there. It's such an amazing tool. Um, and then the, uh, I actually really also like the, the the interaction now between Riot Girls and um, moderators, as well as Taskmasters and Riot Girls. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, all this new link flexibility for me to play with. I kind of didn't don't know where to start with them. Um, yeah. I think, I think he's in the same boat. Because, like, Having a three-man core or a three-man Harris of Riot Girls with a Taskmaster is pretty freaking sweet. That's potentially just a lot of face punching. I, I mean, I, it's it's all great. I think there's a lot of awesomeness in Bakunin, but I just can't tear myself away from Vanilla. I think, if anything, the only thing that might get me away is Corregidor. No, the only reason why I'm not playing Vanilla is because I don't play Vanilla. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, like, yeah, Bakunin is I have, fine. I have Bakunin. Bakunin got super neat. I'm excited for Bakunin. Yes. Um, I think, uh, yeah, like you said, Morlocks got freaking insane. Yep. I, um, I, yeah, I, I don't. I so you know, I, I had said previously uh, that what Moira's needed to do to get fixed is to have the ability to link with custodians as well, just to have that picture in there. Mm-hmm. And I think if I was playing Bakunin, I would probably just run like a three woman core Moira custodian, like Moira HMG custodian, and then like a healer. And that would be, um, my way yeah. of doing stuff. Um, but you sort of had that with, with, uh, what's your face? Um, uh, the, oh. um, character lady. Shoot. Why can't I remember? Her name? Bye, bye. Kusanagi. Oh, there we go. Boom. Done. There right there. Are. Right in front of my face. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, looking at this again, there's just so much awesome stuff here. Like the Vostok can also, uh, FTO can be a part of the, any Ooh. fire team in here too. It's a wild card. So there's that. And he's got um, ODD match. Yeah. I guess really what it boils down to is if you really like links, uh, Bikunin has some really, really awesome links that you can play with, and they're all very good. They all do very different things. Um, the Moiras are still expensive one-wound models that will die to templates. Um, yeah. So you need to be careful about that. But there's, uh, I, I, if I was to play Bakunin, I would probably run a more traditional 
Riot Girl Link, and then like a Singleton Moira HMG or something to push her way down a flank with NCO. That's the way I would do it because I feel sure. like that's a more reasonable use of my points. Um, and I absolutely see myself taking, uh, taking a Moira in, um, in uh, uh, Vanilla. Yeah. I mean, had I not taken that Vostok just to try the super OP Vostok, I would have taken a Moira uh, in our game. So, yeah, I mean, like, I, I, guess, I guess really what it boils down to is N4, if nothing else, has really confirmed to me that I, uh, I still don't like Lynx. Um, they're good in where they're good, but they have a lot of weaknesses, which I, which I don't enjoy. Uh, and there really isn't a whole lot pulling me back to, to Lynx, really. Well, so for me, the way I'm, the way I'm kind of approaching Lynx lately, you know, it's kind of a way that you and I, I think, developed towards the end of N3, which was, unless you're taking away a, th- a, taking a, a defensive link, mm-hmm. right? So either like a throwaway double missile or something equivalent um, link, you take three mans for offense. Yes. Because the opportunity cost is just isn't there. Like the, the, the extra burst and the extra ballistic skill in the ARO is huge for missile launchers, mm-hmm. snipers, things like that. Things that are going to sit in the back and force your opponent to deal with them and waste orders advancing. If you're not just taking a speed bump, I think for offensive links, the cost and maneuverability issues of a five-man link just isn't worth it. Three guys get the job done. You get the extra burst. You've got your burst five HMG, and you're still delivering two other helpful pieces mm-hmm. into the mid. Um, and I don't see that changing with that. No. I mean, one of the nice things about well, so let's talk about links real quick, right? The biggest change from N3 to N4 is now there is no such thing as a Harris profile. Yeah, everything that every unit that can Harris has Harris innately, just like the way you have core innately. Yeah. So uh, you just can take the thing you want to take instead of taking like the random goon with the combi rifle. To, right. That's you know. That's 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 massive for a lot of armies. So like Drews. Drews used to have to take a one swick DEP profile, DEP profile, to take a Harris, mm-hmm. which meant you never saw Drews Harris. So yeah. now with Drews, it's like, yeah, I'm absolutely going to take a three man core for offense and another three man Harris for offense because Drews is all offense. Yep. Or I'll, I'll take a five man core and cycle it out for defense, drop some members out as I move up. Um, it's it's. It's very different having total access to everything you want in a three-man. Yeah, I I mean I used to take the uh, Bolt MSR Hannibal uh, Senior Massacre Link out of Forco, uh-huh. and that was fantastic. Um, and now sure. there's just more flexibility there. So I think I think there's a lot of room for being aggressive with things you wouldn't ordinarily be aggressive with, like sniper rifles. Right. It also means that the so before there was a lot of emphasis in like um, in uh, invincibles where you'd want the Harris profile with tactical awareness. Yep. Right. And now choosing to take that maybe less optimized profile just for the sake of having tactical awareness is a big deal. Right. Do I do I take this unit of a specialist, a heavy weapon, and then? You know, the third model either being this tactical awareness model just for the sake of filling up orders, or do I take something that might be more helpful? 
right? Maybe I get a, a hacker and a doctor, or an engineer and a doctor, or an engineer and a paramedic. You know, it, it's a real decision instead of having your hand forced. Like, oh, I guess I'll just always take the extra order. Right. I, I think I think it's just giving the control back to the player, which I think is really nice. We just yeah. can do what we want to do the way you. I mean, the fact that we're having this discussion and there isn't a clear answer, I think, is just a, a sign of health in the game. Sure. Right. It's just like you play the way you want to play. There isn't really a wrong answer. It's and if and if you can make something work, then it's the right answer for you. Yeah, there's just it's just nice having that flexibility again, mm-hmm. right? Like you're you're making real decisions instead of being forced into a position where I guess I need to take an extra marauder with rifle and heavy flamethrower stuck in the midfield for no reason. Yeah, I, yeah. I not sad that I have a flamethrower, but I also kind of wanted a paramedic. Yeah, or I'd like yeah I'd like to use the boarding shotgun profile more frequently, please. Yeah, <laughs> but I can never I can never justify fitting it in there because like well it's not going to fit in a Harris. And if it's in a core, like getting a core into position to fire that boarding shotgun, like I took it, but I don't think I ever used it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the downside to all of this now is that like you can sort of just like shake a bag of profiles, dump it on the table. And then like there's a bunch of random links in there. And how do you verify that the link across from you at a tournament is legal? Right. And like, I'm not suggesting that it's yeah. people do this intentionally or anything, it, but it happens, right? Like I've had battle reports where sure. people write in or like your opponent or you fucked up your list. That's not a legal link, man. Right. And I was like, well, you know, it ended up not mattering, but you know, these sorts of things happen. Uh, and when you're playing for things like a ticket to Spain, then, then the stakes are a little higher and it right. matters. But I, at that point, hopefully there's an actual, you know, TO standing over that game, but you know, uh, it's, it's just it's just like it's just more confusing. And can, can we talk about what it's like to be a new player right now? Right. So yeah, uh-huh. they've simplified everything. They've simplified the rules. They've unpacked a bunch of stuff. They've you know removed a lot of special cases. They've deleted redundant things like total control versus overlord. They've like super like just just what they've done to hacking is super simplified everything. Um, they've made like the states phase super clean. Like all the stuff is great. But then you're like, okay, I want to play. You know, like, this is a question we always get asked as war cores. It's like what army do I play? It's like, well, what do you like? Right. It's like, well, there's just like, I don't know what is there. And you're like, okay, sit down. (laughs) Are you ready for the lecture? Yeah. Let's, let's look at all of the possibilities and what they do. And like, that's weird, right? Because you could say, they took a lot of the emphasis on out of the rules and put them into the army builder. Yes. Like as a as a new player, and this isn't to say that like they've made it more you know the the it's not the list it's you, I think actually still perfectly applies in N four sure. But where a lot of people who would be getting excited and getting into the game, it's a lot more exciting to play with the army builder than it is to read nuances of rules. Sure. Right. So they they moved that kind of excitement I think away from or into the place that is more exciting for a new player. Yes. Mess around an army builder all day long. Have fun. Knock yourself out. Yes. But I mean, like, and, and, and you know, I don't want to come off as complaining or anything, but, uh, like, do you? I play, do I, do I play O12 or do I play Starmada as a new player? Right. Right. It, like, you know, which, which Nomad Sectorial do I, do I pick up? You know, like, that's, that's the kind of question that's really difficult to answer. And you can sort of, like, they've, they've made it easy to get into the game in terms of, um, like just go buy this code one thing, play code one a bunch, 
and then you're done. And that's really healthy for them as a company because yeah. it encourages people to like buy miniatures, grow their army, and then be in a place where they're like, I have like 60% of Nomads. I could basically put any one of the sectorials or vanilla on the table. And then like as stuff comes out and as I, you know, find a little extra money in my paycheck here and there, I could maybe pick up this box or this blister to sort of flesh out my, my stuff. Um, but, you know, it's, it's just like mind boggling. Like how do like there, for a while there was a, a time when I had was early in my career of infinity where I had never, like I was in a place where I had never seen an army on the table before. And I would see it at a tournament and be like, what I've never even seen these models before. Like, what is, what is that thing? What does that even do? You know? I mean, like literally my, the first Drew's list I wrote had 10 models in the first order group. Yeah. All of which could make a, a legal core duo on Harris and almost any combination. Yeah. Like, like this first 10 guys can link. However, yeah, and like somebody used to, you know, playing Varuna or something, where it's like, I have my fusiliers, I put some random crap in them with the fusiliers, and I got a link, and it's just like, that makes sense to me. But then you just have like that. It's I don't know. It, it's kind of a an awkward place, and uh, it's it sometimes feels like they uh, are are. It's like the the expert teaching the novice sort of thing. Like they're like, oh yeah, everybody understands this. This is fine, and that's true for all the veteran players, right? We we get right. all the nuances. We can debate the nuances, but then when you get the new player, and I guess that's why Code One exists, um, and I guess that's also why Code One doesn't really appeal to me uh, as a like as, as a uh, uh, like a competitive game for me. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess maybe that's maybe that's the thing. Maybe they and, and they did do the place the the playtest study where they had like randos off the street that had never played Infinity or Aristea or anything like that. And like, what do you think of this Code One thing? People liked it, so that's probably the the thing to do. It just you feels might, a little weird. What's up? I said you might just be wrong. Also true. <laughs> also I mean, true. Yeah. It's I. Like I said, I think that it, it takes the exciting part of rules learning and puts it into the exciting part of buying models and collecting. Sure. Um, oh my god, I can make this new link. Let me go buy all these toys right now. Beep, 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 it's going to be so OP. You know? That's true. And I, I still think the difference between learning like Starmada, like do I start with Starmada or O12, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it still boils down to a similar... You know, the similar short answer that was in previous editions, right? Which would be like, well, do you want a, di- a, a more diverse selection of choices? Or do you want a couple really powerful things, right? Like, what what do you like? Do you like toolkits or do you like bigger hammers? But I mean, like, Sarmada has a lot of stuff. They do, but they also <laughs> they also don't have a lot of stuff. They don't have Gamma. Yeah. For one, Gamma's a big deal. They don't have Team Sirius. That's a big deal. They don't have... Like, sure, there's, sure, sure. There's, there's a lot of really effective units that they don't have. Gangbusters, they don't have them, and gangbusters are freaking amazing. Yep. So they do have, and everything that they, the, everything that they have, Vanilla has. Uh, right. Except for some of the named characters, sure. I think that they put no. I think they put Hector in Vanilla. I think they put. Um, Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> what? Right. Uh, they put Parvati in Vanilla. They put Hector in Vanilla. Good lord. Oh yeah! Look, there well, he is. There's yeah. Hector. There, there he is. He's doing the thing. He's Hector. Oh my goodness! All right, all right. Fair enough. Maybe right, I'm just so an old. I'm just an still, old curmudgeon. That's really what it is. Right. It's still the you know. How do you prefer to play? Right. Yeah. Do you want? Do you just want the bigger? You know. Do you want the 
you know, when you're a hammer, every problem looks like a nail, or do you want to have the full toolbox to uh, to work with? Well, I mean, I guess I guess uh, what I'm what I'm really trying to get at is analysis paralysis is real. And oh God! Like you you suffer from it. Like you are probably one of the more knowledgeable people about Infinity, right? And you're just like we're like, nope, I can't even look I'm, at combined. I I'm just gonna play oh Shazamasty. Yeah, no, I couldn't like without the content. Without really, I mean, I'm I'm a pretty contextual thinker. So like without the context of understanding what so many of these changes mean, and there's so many changes at once, like I can't wrap my head around looking at all at once. But this is also this one new players can experience, right? Hi, I'm new to this game. Here's the 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 fire hose of units to pick from. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the way Eric put it, talking about Vanilla Hawk, was like it was like staring into the abyss. <laughs> like what do i put it here like there's two mutts in my list okay i've started the list now yeah, what <laughs> i got the mutts what next <laughs> but like even like which mutts do i put in there it's a decision now yeah exactly so like, I, it's it's a great time to be an infinity player uh but i guess the, you know it's a great time to be an infinity, infinity player but just be prepared to stare into the abyss for a little bit because it is yeah, it is it, it is complicated <laughs> But as a new player, it was the same experience. Like coming into the game, like looking at the like 140 different unit available, you know, unit options yeah, yeah, for yeah. a combined army. Like, what do I start with? Right. And everybody just kept telling me, whatever looks cool. Do you think it looks cool? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, no, I was coming to you to tell me what to buy. So I don't just like stare at this shopping cart full of everything, right? And just like freak out at the sticker price. And be like, I don't know what to buy. What like if I'm making a wrong decision? This is like three paychecks worth of stuff. Like, what what am I doing with my life? <laughs> that was that was like that's the, the exact opposite of my experience coming into Infinity. Yeah. Right. Where I was I was about ready to buy a new 40k army. Well, it's like, okay, well, fine. Right. If you're a 40k player, sure. <laughs> right. Like I I had saved my shekels and I was going to buy my new Imperial Guard army, and I'm like, or I could buy literally everything for combined and still have an extra 300 bucks. Okay. Click, 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 sure. click, click, click. Yeah. Right. Just select all, add to cart, whatever, miniature market, just give me the stuff, send it to my house. And then, like, this crate of pewter shows up. It's like, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to go to Army Builder and be like, the fuck do I do with all this? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, if you're, if you're a new player, I understand these staring into the abyss, uh, whether you have the models or not. But it's going to be very much a what do I think looks cool? What units sound fun? You know, all of the Umbra Leggets getting NCO sounds pretty darn fun to me. Mm-hmm. That Umbra Leggett NCO with uh, NWI and Shock Immunity with a Spitfire and Mimetism, like, I'm going to click, boom, Lieutenant in the in the list, done. Yep. Now that I do 300, the other 260 points. Yep. It's making Avatar list really appealing because that's like a third of my list already done. I don't need to think. <laughs> yes, that's also true. And Avatars are cheaper now by a lot. Oh, like 17 points. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. And they that's, generate four orders. That's like two Icadrons a lot. It is. I can take two extra Icadrons. Or the... the, uh, the the Imatrons just no longer scatter off the board. That's also a big deal. It's huge. Yeah, yeah, there's... I mean, 
it's really easy to get lost in the weeds of profiles because there's so many changes. And I feel like there's other podcasts out there that will walk you through every single profile that has changed for your army. Um, and listen to them. They'll be good. But also just like, just read it for yourself. There's just an endless amount of small changes. One of my favorite tiny changes that I really like is Gackies. Yeah. Cause I used to always be a part of man, right? Give me my dog a chain rifle. That's all I want. Seven points. Boom. Gackies don't have berserk. Yeah. They're Gackies exploding one. Hmm. So if you're, if you're within a foot of me and in line of sight, yeah, I move. I move into close combat. You and then I hit you with a CC twenty Fizz fourteen AP CCW. Yep. It's and a normal roll. Choose, normal roll. Normal yep. roll. If you, if you don't back, die and you kill me, I blow up in your face and you probably still die. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's way better than before, where I just move twelve inches into base contact with you and be like, "Huh? Huh? You want to shoot me? Huh?" Now it's I force I force the decision. Well, yeah. I'm going to CC you, or I'm going to ex- and or I'm going to explode. Mm-hmm. What is your pick? Yeah, right, that's pretty terrible and for four points. Like I, I I do like the the Gakis more than the Tiger creatures for um, that reason. <clears throat> they're faster, six six versus six four. I think no, uh, Tigers are six six. Oh, six six is yeah. Tiger climbing plus something about it was different. They're not. They're not. Uh yeah, it's getting the Gaki a foot with climbing plus. Yeah, for a point less. Um, they don't have the chain colt. They're they don't have shock on their CCW. They're, they're different. Yeah, which is funny for how similar <laughs> they are. They're different. Isaac says it's janky T two. <laughs> it is janky T two. Yeah, yeah, sure. T two exploding your face. So. Yeah, just being able to throw that gaki up into your face mm-hmm. again—it's just like it's. You take it for the same reason as the the taiga. Here is a thing you can't ignore. Yeah, it will delete Deal something it. if you don't pay attention to it. God forbid you don't kill it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, there's there's just so much stuff in here to 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 pay attention to. Yeah, I, I think. think... Before... Go ahead. No, it's just like you know. By by the time you like, we we could spend like the next eight, you know, things just going through like just sectorials, and then still have like a ton more to go. Well, I think it'd be worth talking a little bit at least about some of the armies that we know well. Like, I think that maybe next week or the week after, we just talk about nomads, right? We could bring up one of our mini nomad players. We could even have probably Nate Kapke back. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's true. And just be like. Let's talk all things about nomads because they are totally different now and foreign. I, th- I think that's valuable content. Um, but I was going to say the the thing that is nearest and dearest to to our hearts, John. Yeah. Terrain. Terrain. Yes. It's not bad. I was afraid of them messing it up. Yeah, I think I think it's uh, fine. Um, yeah. So basically, it works kind of like before, where you stop as soon as you touch it. That's your move. That's your movement for that order, and then afterwards. If you do not have the matching terrain skill, you have minus one to both your movements. Mm-hmm. And if you do have the matching terrain skill, you have plus one to both your movements. Done. Super easy. Yep. And it encourages you to use terrain because it's actually a pretty significant benefit. Yeah. It, it's, it's, yeah, it makes you better to use it uh, to, to move through. Uh, it still has saturation zones, which is fine. It still has yeah. visibility penalties. And it matches a lot the way our terrain cards worked before the way they describe it yeah it's like here give this piece of terrain 
is it, is it difficult? Yes or no? Is it what level of saturation? What level of um, visibility? Boom, done. Yeah. Next yeah. piece of terrain. Yeah, and what what uh, Nate was saying last time about uh, how the plus one movement is just kind of like a weird fluff statement. It's like, okay, you're good at moving in sand, but do you move faster on sand than you do like on normal ground? Right. It's just kind of like a weird, <laughs> a weird thing right. to say. Um, but you know, his other point was just like, yeah, you have to give EMers an incentive to do something, so it's not very fluff accurate. And that kind of may irritate some right. people, but I think it's it's a good encouragement to use the terrain. So I'm I, I preferred it. I preferred it the way it was before, but I am fine with it now, and I totally accept with it. I totally accept it. And if it gets people to play with terrain more frequently, then I love it. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely in that boat as well. Um, but it does mean there's the really interesting implication though is that troops that are four four. Mm-hmm. Are now slowed down by terrain, where previously, if you were four four, use the low, you know, use your second movement right. value. Yeah, it basically yeah. weren't yeah. affected at all. It was kind of a you know, nothing burger. Yeah, so it really only affected four two troops, which made medium infantry like extra sad. Yeah, so, like real sad. I remember <laughs> I was playing a game with uh, with Moira's, and I forgot they had uh, multi terrain back in N three, and I was oh, just, yeah, like yeah, yeah. moving two inches everywhere and being really sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> but they, that, they did also they did also get rid of extremely difficult terrain yeah as far as i could tell and they got rid of the um oh what is it called the dangerous terrain i'm a little bummed about that because i have minefields in on some of my tables i know we made them they were so good but uh oh well it's all right in, in principle but honestly it i think that they streamlined them in a way that was good I think you and I were like the only people that played with dangerous terrain anyway. And and <laughs> to be frank, it never came up. Yeah. Right? I played on the minefield table several times. I just didn't move in the mine. I just didn't do anything in the minefield. Or if I was in the minefield, I just moved through it and then went on with my day. Yeah. So like, that's what it should do, right? Like yeah. the, the, the point of dangerous terrain previously was don't stand here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It, it's still Don't sort of like that. I fight the minefield. Yeah. It will be bad for you. Um, yeah, there any other uh, any other rules changes you're excited about? They're going to drastically change your army. Not really, honestly. Um, everything kind of works the same, right? Like, I was really worried that, um, like, EM would be ruined because you could reset out of the state. But at neg right. 12, you really can't reset out of the state. So it's actually it's so better really because, yeah it's, just, yeah, it's just like terrible because you're kind of tempted to try and then you're just going to be sad when you don't. But, you, but you're, you're probably just going to make the roll anyway, right? So there's always, a, like, let's say you get immobilized on the first, in the first turn. You're just going to make that reset roll anyway. You might as well. And then you might get yeah. lucky and roll that one. So, all right, sure. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I think it's it's... It's a, it's totally fine. They basically made it work the same with slightly different mechanics, so the net effect on the table is the same. Um, so that was that was one thing that I was really concerned about. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really just sort of excited to get more playtime down on the table, right? Yeah, uh, hacking has really changed for me because of all the targeted stuff, and it's like we we you know we spent a huge amount of time this this episode talking about. Um, 
the effect of targeted and how it relates to like missiles and grenades, but just shooting. Yeah. Just like face to face rolls. Plus three is a big deal. It's 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 huge. Yeah. Hacking is it's funny because like hacking got theoretically nerfed, right? Because they got rid of all these programs. Yeah. But the targeted change alone is such a huge buff. It makes hacking relevant everywhere on the table. Yeah, and I mean, like, so for those people out there who make statements like, oh, everything is MSV2 now, sorry, MSV1 now, and yeah, it's great that you can see through smoke, but now you're vulnerable to white noise and albedo, and so, like, MSV1 is dumb, right? I've seen that argument before. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was very prevalent in N3, and it's it's kind of lessened now because you get get to see, you get to see through smoke. but there is a legit argument for just like spamming repeaters everywhere and having hackers down and you basically get MSV1 and you're not yeah. vulnerable to albedo or anything like that anymore. Yeah, I'm looking at like I definitely look at when I'm building a list now, like what is my repeater coverage like? It becomes mm-hmm. a consideration when mm-hmm. you're you know, when you're when you're building a list. I don't, I just now discovered with combined how few deployable repeaters and pictures they have. Yeah, you know they've got one deployable repeater on bit on bit, and they have two pitchers, one on bit and one on uh, kernel. Yeah, and that's it. So I'm going to be spending a lot more orders on Icadrons and uh, R drones, moving them up the table, getting them into repeater position. But those are orders as opposed to something free. I mean, so, I I kind of feel like it's a different um, it's a different play style, right? So. Yeah, for for nomads, it's very much like combined arms hacking, right? So I put a repeater sure. down, and if you walk through that, it's conceivable you could take as many as like five arrows for hacking, like in a normal <laughs> nomad list. Like that would not be unheard of for a list that I put on the table before, uh, even in N three, right? Um, mm-hmm. But now you know you you do things like oh, I'm just gonna take a bunch of Zerat hackers, uh, you know, a bunch of shrouded hackers, and that's how I get my repeater quote unquote repeater coverage. Yeah, exactly. So, so instead, instead of you know being able to hack multiple times, I hack once, but I can get more value out of it in the sense that like now there's also a gun there in addition to having a, a quote unquote repeater specialist. Right, exactly. I mean, like this is why the Moran is also dumb because it's a specialist, a repeater, right, and a gun, and a mine layer all in one, right? So it has all of the things. Um, which like, but I, I think that's what I like. That's, uh, we had this discussion with Eric and he was just sort of like, not only was he staring into the abyss of Hawk, he was just like, I play, he plays what, uh, vanilla Hawk HB steel failings, which is not a thing anymore for until November, at least. And, yeah. um, all flavors of Pano. Right. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he was, he challenged one of our locals to a game and the two of them, and, you know, the other guy is like, I'm just gonna play J- uh, uh, Eugene because that's what he plays. And Eric was like, I don't know what to do. What do what do I play? <laughs> right? Like, how do how do I make this decision? I don't know. And really, what's happened for me as a Nomad player is my play style is I would rather have a worse stat line unit with more capabilities than two things that are highly optimized with better stat lines. Right? Sure. That's what I want. And Nomads have just recently gotten a ton of more profiles and a lot more synergies that build towards that kind of playstyle aesthetic, which I really, 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 really like. So, like that one, you know, the Moran, um, I could, I could have, I could have spent all of my orders in the game that we played on the Moran, like the Moran mm-hmm. and the Missile Bot, and yeah, I would have been so fine. Much. I would have been fine. You've got objectives. You would, yeah. No, it's totally valid. 
Yeah, I could have shot you. Like, combi rifles are great in the midfield. I could have shot your dudes with combi rifles. All you had was a bunch of guys with with uh, a bunch of camo guys, one wound, right? The combi rifle is going to do fine just, you know, against those guys. Right. So, I mean, I... That's what drew me to the style of combined. Right. Right. Where their units are not, their units are expensive and they are not necessarily highly optimized. They're highly capable. Mm -hmm. An anathematic hacker can do whatever it freaking pleases. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, now I can firefight just fine. That's the one that has like a burst for Trinity, right? Well, yeah. Now it has burst for Trinity. Um, This is gross. (laughs) <laughs> what are you talking about, John? It's totally fine. But it's gross. It's super, super gross. Yeah. So no. It, yeah. Exactly. It's got burst for Trinity on top of a regular hacking device, not a killer hacking device. Right. So it has the only program out of a killer hacking device it needed because it already has TL, so it doesn't yep. need Cyber Mask. Yep. Um, it has a burst, you know, a burst three blast template weapon with a BS thirteen with TO. It does whatever it freaking wants. I need to it build one. It one of those boxes is anathematic in it that I need to build and put on the table. Is it really? Oh, yeah. God, I love that model. Like, I want them to do new ones so bad because the new sculpting techniques make freaking ridiculous models. Mm-hmm. But I also love that model. It's a great model. It's so good. Yeah, the plasma rifle. That plasma rifle hacking device plus and lieutenant. So why not get an extra order? And if you kill it, sure. eh, I'm, I've got mnemonica. Like, not the end or of the world. Whatever the heck they call it now. Oh, it's um, it's it's still mnemonica. It's just Nemotech was the, the uh, mistranslation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <clears throat> so. But yeah, I love that play style of, of the highly capable, powerful unit that just does the hell it wants. Well, I mean, like, combine is that turn up to 11, though, right? Like. All the stuff that is that sure. has a ton is has a ton of capability. Is very good at everything. Um, just cost an arm and a leg. Yeah, yeah. Like Umber Legates are a good example of that, right? Where the Umber Legate Spitfire is forty two points, and people are like, "It's too expensive for what it does." And it's like, "Well, what 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 does it do?" Like it shoots a BS twelve with mimetism and a Spitfire. Right. Not bad. Um, it's tough with NWI and Shock Immune. And it's ridiculously good in CC, and it's fast. It yep. just does everything. I mean, compare that to like the Nomad version, which is the Evader right. AP Spitfire, right? For twenty nine points. Right. The, the, so the, yeah, exactly. Your AP Spitfire, it's not as fast. It's slightly weaker in a firefight because it doesn't have mimetism. Mm-hmm. Has no CC capability. Um, doesn't have four. Does it have four deployment? No. Uh, nope. Yeah, so the, the Umbra Legates are for to play eight inches. What? Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Umbra, dude, combine, do whatever they want. I, I, haven't, I haven't really looked, started digesting the combined profiles. I've just been staring at Nomads and Hawk. Everything about them is ludicrous. Like, oh, you know what? You have combined needs, they need Van Zant, but why only one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Like, I guess it's one in vanilla or three in Morath because Morath don't have any tricks. They need three Van Zants. Go. Like, <laughs> combine does whatever it damn well pleases. When you face combined, you're like, oh, shit. 
it's either going to be camo spam, a hacker army, ridiculous elite troops, or airborne deployment at my ass. Like, or possibly a combination thereof. Yeah. 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 This is I combined. I think is going to bring the terror that they that I remember them bringing in the beginning of N three, mm-hmm. where like they existed but hardly anyone played them because the models were potato, and then they came out with more hats and people started paying attention again. I'm, but, I'm frankly yeah. excited to play combined in N four. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, they're 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 just ridiculous. Like what do what do you want to do? What do you want to do? They got it. They do yeah. everything. Yeah. I mean this this is why Ruben plays. Plays combined almost exclusively. Does he play anything almost exclusively or, or exclusively? At tournaments, he only plays combined. But if he's okay. like doing a, he's you know if he's doing workhorse stuff, he'll play Pano or something. I I didn't know he owned any um, non-combined models. I think, I, think he, I mean I, I'm I'm pretty sure he owns a few other things. I mean he he owns a like you know game store distribution company, right? So sure, right. presumably has more than just combined. <laughs> He has more than just combined army in stock. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> sure, certainly that. He he could certainly have a Pano army tomorrow if he so desired. Also true. Also true. But, yeah, I think... So, I mean, like, again, getting excited about all these profiles, but I think ultimately the game is still Infinity. Yeah. Right? I think, like, with all this excitement, all these new changes, after playing a game of Infinity, it feels like I played a game of Infinity. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like I played a totally different new game. It doesn't feel like I had to relearn what I thought I knew previously. It doesn't feel like all of the knowledge and experience that I had in N three is now out the window because the game changes are so drastic that the that the you know the that experience isn't relevant. It feels like Infinity. Yeah, the Infinity match is very good. Yeah, it just feels really clean. It feels good. I think is, yeah, and I think that's the highest compliment we could actually probably give the new edition, right? Like, we were all really worried about how much would change. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way they trickled all this information to us, we really felt like everything was going to change. Felt like like the whole game's up in the air. You know, up is down, left is right. Cats and dogs living yeah, together. Yeah, I mean, I guess it sort of boils down to, like, <clears throat> what we said about the crit change. Like, we played a whole game with a new crit change once, and we were like, we didn't notice. And Hardly it, noticed in the game we played. Like I feel like it. It was the same for and the N three to N four transition. Obviously, there's a lot of changes, and obviously, I built my whole list differently. But um, in terms of what I did on the table, like I I had a plan, and the plan was different because I had different tools available. But once I got to the table and started executing, like all of my mental muscle memory was fine. All of my pattern recognition yeah. still worked. Like the new cover mechanic, how like it's different than fifty, you know, thirty percent or whatever it is, right? It's just like if you're obscured at all, like all the same it felt yeah. normal it felt like you know we were we picked up right where we left off uh the last game we played in person you know was just like i think at this point like a month or so ago um before this right so yeah i don't know it, it just just smooth sailing right into the the new the new edition i don't know like what what do you what do you guys think in chat is there anything that we haven't covered yet that you want us to discuss or any like hot takes you're looking for about the transition in and for like the 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 the, the MSV one change, I think, is probably like the biggest in terms of when you, when you perceive an army, or sure. a big one when you look at an army, mm-hmm. right? Because there was no longer that big divide of like, does this army have access to MSV two? Yes or no? Right. You know, I remember for a long time you'd look at a list like, okay, where are my special? Where's my infiltrating specialist? Do I have MSV two? Do I have smoke? Right. You know, and with 
with MSV1 shooting through the smoke, it's less, it's both less important to have smoke and less important to have MSV2. Yeah. You know, you can get, you can get by with MSV1, and if you have smoke, there's no guarantee that it's going to get you up the board. Also true. Yeah, I think, I mean, for that reason now, it's just even more of a terror because of MSV1. Um, but it's making me look for eclipse grade grenades more frequently. True. <laughs> yeah, it also like, makes Pano yeah. even more sad because now they have more things that can see through smoke but don't have smoke. Oh, boo. Sorry, <laughs> Pano. Whatever, whatever makes them sad, right? All the Eugene players are like, yeah, fuck <laughs> What What oh. it's done, though, is I feel like it's made the game a lot more interactive in a good way. So, because, uh-huh. you know, one of the things that Hawks used, Hawk, Hawk used to be able to do was just chuck smoke everywhere and then just, like, not pay attention to you. Ariadna, same thing. Yeah, same thing, right? You're just like, okay, well, I need to go push these buttons. You, you know, go fuck off and do whatever you're going to do. I'm just going to throw smoke everywhere and then beep poop all the buttons and then cross my arms while you flounder, right? Like, that's a thing that they <laughs> exactly. could do. Uh, but now that's less that's less possible because of because of MSV one. Lauren really liked your beep boop the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the, the the thing the thing that I've also heard it referred to as uh, touch the butt. Oh yeah, yeah, touch the butt. Yep. Ten. From from Nemo. <laughs> so that's another T-shirt idea, Adam. Oh yeah, just touch the butt. Just touch Ten. the butt. Don't touch the butt. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's you know so the MSV one change is big. The way regen works is di- you know is big and different. Yeah. Um, some things might not even have regen anymore though, right? So the Sogarot lost regen, which made me really sad. And then I noticed it has uh, NWI instead, and I'm very okay with that change. <laughs> like I don't need to regen if I'm not down. Fine, I'll yeah. take it. Like a potentially. Third wound, uh, yeah, no, Sogarot again combined. If you want to do anything you want, if there's anything you want to do, combined can do it, and they do it best. Take Sogarot's Suryats, ignore armor piercing. The, the list is infinite. But, yeah, like it's, it's just it's just awesome. I I can't wait to get another game in, try a different army, and just like it, see what shakes out. It's funny if they made everything feel good. You know, like, I mean, I I've always thought everything was good, just in like different scenarios, right? Like we both thought sure. that, right? But I, I think that the, like there's quite a there's quite a bit of negative sentiment from like USR players, which I am a USR player, and at first I was a little bit underwhelmed by the changes compared to all my other armies, right? But there's so many now little changes that I'm discovering in USR where it's like, wait a minute, this actually is a whole bunch of little stuff that adds up to really big concepts, like what? Um, Oh geez, okay, so here's here's the biggest one that it's absolutely stupid. Um and Isaac, I apologize in advance for saying this because now Jordan is gonna do it to you. Um but grunt infiltrators are not exempt from joining links anymore. So I can start the table. Oh, and grunt infiltrators have full blown infiltration now. So I can start the game with five heavy flamethrowers in the midfield with burst two. Or shooting boarding shot or shooting their light shotguns on twenties, like as my speed bump for fifty five points. So that's a huge change. That's or your just group take two. Three, <laughs> yeah, right. Or just take three of them for. 
response bull and shit yeah no totally just just take three of them right just take three of them sprinkle them out here's these three burst two heavy flamethrowers have fun and you know and on my turn i'll just reform into a five-man lake yep like if you're going second if you're going first then you don't need to start blank who cares like it's it's but the potential to start with five burst two either hitting on 20s or burst two or yeah burst two heavy flamethrowers yeah well is so ugly. this is the this is the real cause of the success nerf to chasseurs the inability to delay now is because there's just like a grunt in the midfield just like spraying his flamethrower into the air distracting the chasseur that's what's going on Yeehaw! just just like just like in uh, uh, mad max fury road this is like a big doof wagon he's just like shooting his guitar flamethrower into the air Right, or I could start with a couple of grunts linked with um, with uh, what's her face, Rosie. Mm-hmm. That's not, it's not bad. Yeah, I've got no. That'll do the thing. I could even start with the grunt link in the midfield to have Wild Bill run up to join them because he's like six two. He's pretty quick. Yep. And yeah, grunt, grunt grunts are sad. They are still four two. I think that makes them the slowest thing in the damn game. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Isaac. Like I, <laughs> I really, I really don't know if there is anything else that is four two. <laughs> I haven't seen one other four two unit, but whatever. I will have my burst two heavy flamethrowers in the midfield to start with, please. Thank and thank you. Um, but yeah, little things like that, things like that, which people just you know, you scroll down, and you're like, oh, grunt infiltrators are there, whatever. You keep going. They got right. infiltration, cool. and, and then you're like, well, you got a little bit more than that. Um, your air, uh, airborne rangers, which don't show up in that list, also like just get a big buff because of the change to martial arts, right? They're they're only in vanilla right now because they've messed it up, right. but because martial arts changed, they now are you know hitting with much better, you know, effectively much better in CC, right? Because that becomes the old MA3, which was the plus three for you, minus three for them. Um, that's fantastic. They all shed a point. They all got airborne. The the airborne deployment parachutes changed, mm-hmm. so they can come on either side. Suddenly, like this is a big deal for twenty for nineteen points. <laughs> yeah, you're you're no longer drip feeding airborne rangers into a sea of koalas and arrows. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it worked. It did work. You killed the guy. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. You know. And the now the the Molotov is a half a swig cheaper and called an AP Spitfire for an extra point of damage. Like there's so many of these little quality of life changes that are sprinkled throughout the game that it's going to be months before we really kind of see what they all mean. Yeah. But at the end, again, they feel like small unit changes. The game is those are more noticeable than the actual like rules change. Yeah. There's definitely some really fun stuff in here too. I don't know if you looked at the SAS at all. Ugh. Like no, Ford I didn't. Observer profile. So, the, oh wait, the SAS crap is the Ford Observer now. Uh, it's, no, no it's the, there's the SAS crap, but then the Ford Observer is, is a chain rifle light shotgun. Oh, well, that's fantastic. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's it's Chase, just wait. So it was the rifle profile before. It was yes. There's no more rifle profile. Wait, there's no more rifle profile at all. Yeah, and you lost a sniper rifle. So I've actually got two hassle-free minis, which are now useless, but that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Like 
Also, Shasur has lost the AP sniper rifle profile, which I was legit sad about, but I think I'm the only person oh, yeah. on the planet. Except the, for that one tiger... guy that like White Noise interviewed once. Right. The, the Tiger Soldier lost their sniper rifle, and I was really bummed because Paracommando I made a... Yeah, I'm very happy with the Tiger Soldier sniper rifle conversion I made, mm-hmm. and I never once got to play with it. Uh... <laughs> you can still use it against me. How's that? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna carve out its gun and put in a um, a 3D printed combi light shotgun from Dan. There you go. Or a combi yeah, light flamethrower, so it'll be okay. Yeah, Isaac Isaac wants to talk, us to talk about uh, geckos and how ridiculous they are. Oh my goodness! So yeah, they they upgraded the they upgraded the combi rifles to dual multi marksmen's with an extra yeah. Yeah. So. That's that's happening. So now they're basically a damage thirteen, but AP or shock Spitfire mm-hmm. or burst two DA if you wanted. Yep. Geckos are yeah. They're six two now. I think they were four four before. Yeah. Yes. And they yep. went up a point of armor if I remember correctly. Yes, that's also true. Um, they also have chain rifles now instead of chain Colts. Oh, good catch! That's a big change. Um, yeah, and they're plus BS attack, plus two damage. Yeah, as uh, Isaac puts it, it's basically a mid-range multi-HMG. Yeah. Because they have plus two damage, so it's damage 15. Mm-hmm. Or damage 17, mark 12. Yeah, like you don't really need that. <laughs> damage 17, there's not, a, there's not a lot that's much higher damage than that. I think the Avatar is technically damage 18 with a Sepsiter. You'd have to move into CC land to get higher than 17. Yeah. That's that's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is good. Everything is good. Yeah. Geckos are pretty rad. And they've actually reversed the uh, the uh, uh, SWIC cost. So it used to be the Mark 12 cost half a SWIC and the combis cost nothing. Now, <laughs> now the multi-marksman is like, this is pretty good. Should probably cost SWIC or something. Yeah, maybe we'll do yeah, that. It's, it's, it's the multi marksman is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that uh, we'll probably talk a little bit more about them when we when we go over nomads. Because yep. like, I could I could talk endlessly about the change to Scarface and Cordelia. We should probably yeah. have a little right. We maybe should probably we should... have just like an NA two discussion that doesn't <laughs> include like JSA because that's like a whole other episode. I know, we could right. have like OB on for that, but. Yeah, so I think uh, I think that wraps it up, man. Yeah, for sure. So, oh goodness! Well, everybody, it's that time. You've wasted another perfectly good evening listening to late night war games. John, take it away. So, in the very limited amount of time you have left uh, in the month of September, you can send us a uh, set of pictures of a painted uh, lieutenant model for infinity and get entered to win a blister, a patch or the chance to have Chris over at monsters making design something for you. Um, or you can write in about, uh, trying a new army, uh, until the end of the month. Next <laughs> month, we're going to be, uh, going over, which is next episode. So next episode slash next month, we're going to review all of those, um, those painting entries. And we're also going to both do a, uh, drawing for, um, uh, the, uh, there's enough there's enough entries at the painting contest that we'll I'll, I'll do a drawing for that so either either what? you you win the thing because you paint good or you randomly win because there's just so many people and I want to reward people for for uh, for uh, participating 
And That's then, awesome. yeah, and then uh, we'll also do a, a drawing for uh, our Patreon supporters for this this video cast, I guess you could say, uh, using wheelofnames.com. And uh, so you get a chance to win uh, models designed by the lovely Ovidai Hampton or a t-shirt or both, depending on what level you support us at. Um, and uh, yeah, so there's all kinds of stuff happening. Next month, uh, we'll be doing a Bremen Academy mission on uh, N4. So play a game of N4, write in, tell us how it went, what you loved, what you hated, what your favorite changes, that sort of thing. And we'll talk about it on stream, perhaps. Um, yeah. You can find us here on Tuesdays at 8.30 p.m. on Twitch. Uh, if you can't make this time because it's a weird time, uh, we upload everything to the YouTubes and uh, also all of the favorite podcast apps you might use. You can also find us there as Late Night More Games or The Dice Abide Live. Um, yeah, man. And then, of course, uh, we want to give a big thanks to our Patreon supporters who help make this amazing thing a reality and help me justify it at least a little bit financially. Uh, and then, of course, also a huge thanks to our buddies over at our buddy. It's a one-man operation over at Brutal Cities. Yay. I cannot drain. That table is going to look awesome. Like, playing on our on the Novoi Bangkok table just made me excited for that terrain. Like, I want the big buildings. I can't wait to go. And then, of course, be sure to catch us on Facebook, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Uh, follow us on Twitch, YouTube, give us all the subscribes, follow stars, click the bells, the hearts, whatever shape thing that you are supposed to click on in the app that you are experiencing on to show us that you like what we do. And I very much appreciate it. Adam needs validation. I really, really desperately do right now. That would make me feel very good. Uh, and if you didn't like what we do and you made it this far, why the hell are you still here? Um, I don't know. Can't help you there. Anyways. <laughs> Have a lovely evening. Yeah. Cheers. Stay safe out there.